time. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. By a margin of almost 60 to 40 percent, Kansans have voted against an amendment to the state constitution that could have paved the way for new abortion restrictions. The nation's Amy Littlefield. If these numbers hold coming out of Kansas, I think this is clear evidence that that majority has awakened into a political force, the power of which no one quite saw coming. It was the first state to vote on abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. President Biden is set to take new action. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Today, the president will sign an executive order aimed at further advancing abortion rights in states where access is restricted. He'll direct the Health and Human Services Secretary to consider giving waivers under Medicaid to cover abortions for those who travel across state lines to get them. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe is in Arizona with a look at a still undecided race there. With votes still being counted in Arizona's Republican gubernatorial primary, Karen Taylor Robson is neck and neck with opponent Carrie Lake. The former TV news anchor, backed by former President Donald Trump, believes the 2020 election was stolen. Carrie Lake got former Vice President Pence's endorsement. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is on her way to South Korea and Japan after a controversial stop in Taiwan and a meeting with that nation's president. Correspondent Cammie McCormick reports. China has reacted with anger to the visit and announced military exercises around the island. And this is exactly what we expected. National Security Council Coordinator John Kirby. The trip is complete. It was completely consistent with uh, our obligations under the Taiwan Relations Act. It will be an oppressively hot, muggy day in eastern Kentucky, where people are shoveling out from the wreckage of massive flooding, many in places without electricity. Michael Bowman's been working on waterlogged drywall at a law office in Hindman. Everything is completely destroyed. It's going to be having to be gutted and... I mean, the only thing really that sounds is the frame. Governor Bashir has scheduled a news conference for next hour. We could get an update on the death toll, which now stands at 37. Thomas Hoyer, whose son Luke was one of 17 people shot to death at Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland, Florida, spoke at gunman Nicholas Cruz's sentencing trial. When Luke died, something was missing in me. And I'll never, never get over that feeling. The trial will determine whether Cruz is sentenced to death or life in prison. The Dow is up 205 points right now. The S&P is ahead 35. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Dick Morris says Donald Trump is running again. It's all in his new bestseller, The Return. Find out Trump's secret plan for 2024 and his coming big surprise. The Return says Trump faces three big threats, including Hillary Clinton. Still, Dick Morris says Trump can win. Newsmax says The Return is the book of the year. An Amazon number one bestseller. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Go to the return911.com. That's the return911.com. 
If you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. A new report sizes up the state of health insurance. The government says the number of people living in this country without health insurance has hit an all-time low, just 8%. The analysis credits subsidies that help people buy private plans. Democrats have proposed extending those benefits for three years in the big climate, health care, and tax deal that's on the table. Prior to last year, the uninsured rate had consistently been in double digits for decades. The number of uninsured Americans began dropping after the advent of Obamacare. 26 million don't have coverage now. Just under 2% of children are uninsured. Steve Kathan, CBS News. The world's hottest boy band may not be silenced during mandatory military service after all. South Korea's defense minister says officials are exploring a number of options for BTS. All Korean men must serve for a minimum of 18 months before their 28th birthdays. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. You know, it's time for the talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Well, it's time for you and, and I to uh, go back into the chat room at 889-5252 at WICH. Marty Hausberger will be back from his vacation tomorrow. So Marty and I will be dishing after the uh, 10 o'clock news. That's another way of saying we'll be chatting, dishing. They don't use that anymore, do they? Yes, let's sit around and dish. 889-5252 will get you in. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Thank you. It's going to be another hot one, huh? Nothing like it will be tomorrow, let me tell you. Oh, what I wouldn't give for six inches of snow right now. Yeah, I wouldn't mind because it would melt right away. There you go. Hey, Stu, I don't care too much for Nancy Pelosi. I think she's a, she's a phony, she's a cheat, she's a fraud. But I will give her credit. She had the kahunas to go over to uh, Taiwan. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's funny. I've got mixed emotions about it because certainly once it got out of the bag and it leaked that she was going to be going there, we'd have looked pretty weak if we stopped it. I would have um, thought it would be better if they didn't talk about it and she just went there. But Yeah, that's right. And uh, um, maybe uh, her and Biden ought to switch roles, you know. <laughs> I think Nancy would love that. Because I think she's... She's got more of a spine than he has. Well, she's actually, uh, if you remember, but she went to the Ukraine, which I thought was something. Yeah, that's right. And and one other thing, too. Um, I'm not much of a sports fan or whatever, but I, I do follow it now and then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you you, uh, you talk about their um, how they play and whatever. You know, maybe they ought to pay these guys at the end of the year based on how well they played. <laughs> In the olden days... That was true. I mean, actually, they would actually reduce some of the pay because they didn't have the restrictions, of course, they do today with the arbitration and all that stuff. Because, I mean, uh, 
you know, what do they care what they do? They're still going to get their money, you know? Mm, even if they get injured. Right, exactly. Well, I'll let you go and carry on and have a good day and stay cool. All right, thanks. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Stu Bry with you. Don't forget, you can email me. It's stu at wich.com. I answer emails, unless, of course, you're trying to sell me uh, swampland in Florida. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Father Stu. Yes, my friend. What's on your mind today? Well, unfortunately, it's these low-flying aircraft that are flying over our our homes. And yesterday, for the maybe I never thought of it before, Stu, but these planes look like the 9-11. They remind you of the 9-11 attack that happened in New York City when they're flying so low over us, over our houses. Well, that's a scary thought. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is scary, and it's not... It's not just me. I know you've had other people call your show, and there's some people who have emailed me saying they, they're scared too. And we just want our elected officials to do something about this. This is not right to have these planes flying. We don't know what, when they're going to fly. And, and we, know, we think they're doing uh, training. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what everybody... Believes to be true, yes, and and they're flying under the, the radar. So, I just wanted to, to ask the people who are listening to talk to the neighbors about this because it's going to take, and it's not just Norwich; it's the surrounding area, Basra, Montville, Preston, and and a number of other areas that that are experiencing these low-flying aircraft. So that's all I have to say, and um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Thanks a lot. It's already 82 degrees. Why not get it over with, right? It's moving right up. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu. How you doing? All right. Thank you. You know, I just had to call. This guy with the planes and all his theories about 9-11 and all. How many people have called and said these are training runs? Uh, I have a cousin who's a retired Air National Guard, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was he was the senior enlisted man in the whole guard. He gave me the lowdown. They're training these planes are cargo planes, and that's how you may have seen this on TV on the news. That's how they drop supplies at a low level, even even lower than where they're flying now. And they fly different routes. And, I, I, you know, what are people scared of? <laughs> hey, you know? Well, they were scared I, I of know. a crash, it's, it's I suppose. Here, mm-hmm. this guy's been on before. Oh, we're going to get our election to do what? No, they're not going to, obviously, they're not going to stop the training procedures which have been going on, I'm, I'm sure, all over the country. I mean, I've, I personally haven't noticed it, and, you know, I see planes flying, but... Well, they fly different routes, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the same every day, believe me. Uh, I've seen them over my town, Rollinstown. I've seen them over Danielson. You know, uh, because they fly out of Walmart. 
all right? And if you go out to Walworth, on the other side of Green Airport, where the old airport is, you'll see some of the planes. They're huge. But they're cargo planes. You know, they're not bombers. They don't have any facility for that. And, what, what, you know, what are they going to We don't have any twin towers up here. What are they going to crash into? I, you know, it's like, People don't care that gasoline is so darn expensive. They're worried about low-flying planes. Well, I guess some people are concerned that they may, if there was an accident, um, you know, it could be quite serious, because any plane crashing is quite well, serious. So, Yeah, I, I mean, there's little airports all over the place. Danielson, Wyndham, uh, there, there's an air, uh, not a little airport, it's a major airport in Brockton. So planes are flying over our area every day, all day. And there's always that possibility of a crash, okay? But, uh, you know, it's, the, the possibility is remote. All right. I thank you for expressing yourself on the program today. Thank you, sir. Well, I just, you know, just wanted to clear the air. Thank you. Right, we could use some air cle- uh, clearing with this humidity. huh? All right, thank, thank you very much. Tomorrow's going to be one of the most humid, hot days. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good morning, Stu. I was just wondering, is there a proper time to call for Swap Shop? Do you still have it? I still take some calls unless I have a guest, 11.45 to noon, so you'll be welcome to do that. Okay, I'll try again later then. Thank you. You're welcome. I have one item to give away, and it's very useful. No, oh. good. We'll have time to take your call. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Yes, we've been doing that between quarter of uh, 12 and 12, you know, among other calls for other topics. But you can get in with your swap and sell. Why not? Why not? Is it me or I haven't seen as many yard sales this year? Maybe it's been too hot. Usually I see all kinds of signs that say, yard sale, big arrow. <laughs> and you realize that was from last summer. Take them down when you're done. I did a yard sale. We did a yard sale one time, and uh, that was it for me. We had stuff for $0.10. They wanted it for a nickel. (laughs) And then there was a a family that was actually ripping off stuff. I said, this is it. This is it. So if you have an armed guard, you can have a yard sale. Most of the time it goes well, but its uh, I haven't seen as many this year. Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running and low, Irish Springs Pool Water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs Pool Water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I could help you get lucky. <laughs> Not on your little green life. <laughs> Irish Springs Pool Water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs pool water. Hey, come on, darling. The water's great.
WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Hope your summer's going well. We have one of the most warm summers like when we were kids. I remember some really hot summers like this, and I don't think we've had one of these in a while. But we got one, and our WICH weather calls for very warm today. Not as humid. So a little more comfortable. And tonight in the 70s, tomorrow, very humid, very hot. We may get to 95 or more. So beware of that. The air quality is not going to be, as we used to say, it'll be extremely icky. So be careful there. If you're going to do the exercise, they say do it in the morning or do it later in the evening. I still see people in all kinds of weather just chugging along, running along, Just be careful. Here's some cute little slogans from presidents in the past. Franklin Pierce. Some, you know, some presidents have had a sense of humor through the years, and it's not easy when you're a president. Franklin Pierce had a slogan for the win. Our 14th president was little known until he ran on the catchy slogan, We poked you in 44, we shall pierce you in 52. That, of course, was a reference to the 11th president, Polk. And fellow Democrats, Pierce, clever stuff. Hmm? Theodore Roosevelt, still true today, said there was no lost love between Theodore Roosevelt and Congress, especially after he famously said, when they call the roll in the Senate, the senators do not know whether to answer present or not guilty. Is the... Reagan used to say some funny things once in a while. Um, they would come out. You know. Herbert Hubert said, Herbert Hoover, so funny it hurts. Blessed are the young, for they shall inherit the national debt, said President Hoover in his address to the Nebraska Republican Conference in 1936. Sometimes you realize things in the past, and you're, things haven't really not changed that much. Harry Truman used to say some things that um, other politicians probably wouldn't say. My choice early in life was either to be a piano player in a whorehouse or a politician. Harry S. Truman is quoted as having said, and to tell the truth, there's hardly any difference. Didn't get much more plain speaking than that for the plain speaking president of whom Washington columnist once said, since Harry Truman left town, almost no one has spoken his mind. This is good stuff that was emailed to me by my buddy Kevin. I wanted to share with you. Welcome. You're on the air. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. I've been following this uh, China thing and Taiwan thing where mm-hmm. uh, she is. Uh, she, uh, She's going to uh, Taiwan. She's back. I, I guess she's left now. Yes, but she's out of there it, now. It's quite an orchestrated event, let me tell you. I don't know what the purpose of it was for. I I uh, did watch the news the other day, and uh, Admiral Kirby, who's, uh, I don't know if he's Secretary of Defense or what he is, mm-hmm. uh, he, he did have a press release and uh, a press conference, and he did say that the... Uh, President of the United States did not know what Nancy was going to do there, and 
I get the impression that uh, the president did not want her going there. There was that impression. I think he actually said that, which really made things even more ridiculous. So uh, other people said it was a great idea. And, and now that it came out and everybody knew about it, Republicans and Democrats, a lot of them said, well, we got to do it now. And, of course, China's been threatening, so both sides are trying to save face. China was threatening uh, some repercussions because of it. I don't know what they're going to do. So it seems like a no-win situation. I've never seen a, a, a time where the United States has had so much on their plate between domestic and foreign. Oh, it's, uh, it's awful. I, I just can't believe it. I mean, I could and, list and you I, things, but I don't want to depress people too much. And uh, I don't think that the number one man can handle it. Uh, I don't think any of them can handle it. Uh, because uh, he did do one thing the other day. He got that uh, that Iranian uh, Taliban guy. Sure, that's a wonderful home. thing. Yeah, And it's nice to see him get something right. Um, but uh, everything else he hasn't done. And uh, number two on yard sales, uh, one thing people have to watch out for, and this comes from advice from a retired, retired police uh, officer years ago, um, people have yacht sales on Saturdays and Sundays, or sometimes Friday nights. And one thing they got to watch out for is sometimes crooks show up, and when they have attached garages and stuff like that, they'll have some of their their goods and wear inside the garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, these people go in, and, and sometimes they case your house. They try to see if you have a security system. If you have any signs around the house that say you have a security system, and he said one thing that you got to watch out for, if you noticed, a lot of people when their yard sales end, they end on a Saturday afternoon around three, four o'clock. He says, and uh, one thing you got to notice is none of the banks are open at, at that time, so the crooks know that if you have a successful uh, yard sale and there's a lot of money involved, and they see a lot of money exchanged, you've got a lot of money in your house. And that's kind of a dangerous thing, too, people have to watch. So being a former policeman, have you ever had to uh, personally address that? No, I'm not a former policeman. Oh, I thought you That was just in a conversation at a party. Okay. A picnic, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, that sounds very logical. Let me tell you something. Well, it makes sense. I know that when the very rare times we had a yard sale, it was uh, some other people. There would be someone in a family would would distract you about an item they were interested in while another member of the family was copping some things. You know, they all are little tricks. Most people wouldn't do that, but there are people that do it. Well, I agree with the money situation because I've I've heard people at the end of the yard sale, they... They they say they brag they happy they they made one thousand two thousand dollars wow. and uh, the banks aren't open on Saturday afternoon so the crooks know you got that cash in your house you know well thank you for that hot tip anytime thank you sir I think uh, we made sixteen dollars at the yard sale so what do, what do you do with the stuff afterwards huh and you can't give it away you're on the air welcome oh wow I'm on the air. You are on, on the on air. Chair. If you can well, find chair on the air on the phone. If you could find some air out there. Now. Yes, Kevin. Kevin Harkins. <laughs> yes, that would be me. Oh, I forgot to warn you this morning. 
Yes, sir. Watch out! Watch out for the LBJ one. You're going to have to change one word. I know. I've I've uh, been avoiding you the... at it. Okay. I... <laughs> I'm like I sent the email. I go, oops! I forgot to warn him. <laughs> Believe me, I, I I did reread it before I went on the air. Yeah. <laughs> you don't trust me. <laughs> it's I'm it's kidding. with a it's with a heavy uh, heart that I say these things. Yes. The uh, that gentleman that just called he makes uh, some good points. Of course, um, it, I would think. Now, if I held a yard sale and it was successful, I'd probably make three dollars and eight cents. So I don't have a lot of experience with yard sales, but I would think if you have a successful day on a Saturday and the banks are closed, most banks have night deposits. Just go uh, make that cash mm-hmm. deposit and put it in the night deposit, so you don't have all that money laying around. Well, first of all, you don't flash your money. Uh, you know, people come up to the yard sale; they don't know how much you've made, how much you've sold. Yeah, don't brag about it. And it's know, good to have uh, it's good to have like a neighborhood yard sale where you do it on the corner and everybody puts their stuff in, so they yeah. don't even know where anybody lives. And everybody can watch out for each other. You you mm-hmm. have a number of people who can watch the door. Well, like you say, ninety nine point nine percent of people would never do anything. They most people I know, and I know when I go yard sailing, which is rare, but when I do, it's to have fun. It's to have a good time. You know, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I'll get a deal. Maybe I'll find something cute that I want. But, you know, it's just enjoy. I enjoy dickering with people. Oh, you want $5 for that? I'll, I'll give you 3 Oh, four fifty? How about three seventy? It's fun. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Well, they, they expect a, a little bit of the dickering, you know, but, but when yeah, something's yeah. a quarter... Culture, the culture of yard sailing, too. Except when something's a, a quarter, you don't expect them to say, "How about eleven cents?" You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that's over the oh, that's over the top. To <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, on the airplanes, the low flying airplanes. I don't know. I I like airplanes, so it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have noticed them a little bit the last month or two. I know it's been talked about for a year or two. Um. Yesterday, there was one that was uh, quite low, and I think it was probably a twin prop. It was not a jet. And if I had to guess, he was probably at five, 600 feet. He seemed quite low. Um, and he flew up from, um, basically from Norwich Town up over Bacchus Hospital, and, and then somewhere up there he turned around and came back. Or maybe I did that backwards. I think he went south first and went north. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. But you know, if these if these people aren't doing anything illegal, and especially if they're National Guard people training, what people forget is one of the things our 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 military men and women have to train for nowadays is um, urban warfare, uh, and they need to be able to fly over cities and populated areas. They need to train to do that safely and effectively. So if, in fact, it's military, I don't have a problem with it. Well, I believe it's uh, military can do it. I don't think other people are allowed to fly low like that, but you know, I'm not sure you, how that works. You can you can fly under the radar. I don't know what mm-hmm. the, if there's a limit on uh, altitude. I don't know enough about flying. I know that radar is generally above 2,000 feet. Um, is there a limit? Can you fly a hundred feet off the ground if you're civilian? I'm not sure. I, I guess anything that's unsafe or disruptive to the people 
unless you're military, you're going to have a, a problem waiting for you when you land. I, I'm just guessing, though, so there's probably some pilots out there who know more about it, but God bless our military folks. And by the way, yes, sir. I want to add that I'm glad uh, that Governor Lamont uh, has lowered the state flags to half-mast uh, in honor and memory of Michael David Clark, who was uh, killed by lightning in Georgia. He was a uh, Army Reserve from Bolton, Connecticut, and uh, I am uh, very good friends with the family. Oh my goodness! And, uh, yeah. I didn't know Michael, but I know his wife and I know his mother-in-law very well. And uh, this has been very hard on the family. The, uh, of course, the wake will be today, and then the funeral is tomorrow up in Glastonbury. Uh, I know it's probably fairly routine for the governor's office to do these things, but I still, you know. I'm appreciative on behalf of the family. I'm glad you did um, bring it up today because some people would be wondering why the flags were half-mast. Yeah, this is the gentleman. There were ten soldiers that were struck by lightning. Nine of them survived, one did not, and Mr. Clark did not survive. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a wonderful man from everything I know about him, as I say. I didn't get a chance to know him, but I know his wife and many of the family members, and they're just a wonderful, wonderful family. And uh, so I just wanted to share that. If anybody's wondering, um, I'm glad that the governor did that. Well, thank you, my friend. All right. Uh, have an awesome day. See you at uh, the yard sales. Don't trust those presidents. You never know what they're going to say. I know, so I have to screen them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine the, Imagine if you were broadcasting, if you were at the board running a uh, presidential <laughs> speech. You'd have to be careful, huh? Yeah, that's uh, usually we read. with the one we got right now. <laughs> Very careful. See you later, Stu. See you, buddy. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. You know, I was uh, thinking about the politicians. You cannot have a faint heart and be a politician. Because you get so much criticism, mm-hmm. you have to have your mind focused on, on your issues. Well, uh, you, it's you something really that do. I... If you If you let these uh, criticisms get to you, you'll never last. Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah. people uh, who, you know, when you hear the campaigning and some of the things they say about each other... I know uh, it. It's repulsive. And, and the people that call in and, and criticize and everything, you couldn't be a politician and take it. Of course, there's and never been a president that didn't get criti- criticized right. because you're not going to agree with everything exactly. they do. And so naturally, you've got to be thick-skinned. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You have to be focused on your issues and what you want to do, and that's it. Now, as far as Nancy Pelosi goes... I was one who didn't think she should go because I was worried about her safety. But I'm I'm kind of a conservative person, you know. But I give her credit. She's got a lot of guts. She really does with the way China acts and everything. I, I think she's a remarkable woman. I have a lot of mixed opinions on that. I mean, I'm glad nothing has happened to her. But yeah, me too. I don't know what China's going to do to save face on this with all of the threats that they were giving us. But I was trying to think, what is the advantage of her going there? And I'm a little confused about that. Well, she uh, she hasn't been there in a, in a long time, and, and she is... Uh, 
high in the government, and I think, what is she, second in line if anything happened to Joe Biden? She After the uh, vice president, she would be next in line. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Okay. So she, she's she's uh, covering all her bases, I think. And I give her credit. She's a strong woman. All right. Good yeah. to hear from you. Okay, you Thank too. you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Uh, another hot one. Yep, it's the good old summertime. Yep. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm calling my prayer line every day to break this heat wave. Okay. So that's what I'm working on. Um, you know what Kevin Harkin said about that Bolton per- person from Bolton that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you know, when we were at Fort Sill in Oklahoma in the 90s, um, they were training accidents. They shouldn't, if they knew that there were storms, they should have never been wherever they were training out in the open. It's like being on a golf course, okay? We had a big accident out at Fort Sill. Everybody was out there. They were going to camp out all on the range because they did artillery and everything out there, and it was huge. And so, uh, yeah, the tent got hit by lightning, and a lot of people got hurt. And it was the officers in charge that got in trouble because that would be considered a training accident, and the people in charge shouldn't have never had them out there in a storm. Now, that's nice that the flag is, you know, being raised half mass, but I do not give any credence to whoever had them out there training in the open. Well, that's you can never get complacent about lightning. And no. Sometimes we do, and we shouldn't. No. And number two, you know that one that they say they blew up in Afghanistan? This is supposedly the third time he's been blowing up. So you don't think they really got him? No, because it's been being brought up everywhere. Oh, wow. No, not this, this, but, is not this time. Wow. Not this particular. Uh, <laughs> Susan, not this particular terrorist. I mean, and they have uh, yeah, I don't facial, know. facial I don't evidence. Know what think. No. On that. And number three. Everybody that Trump is backing is getting their primaries won. So I think anybody running in this state better get on the stick and better go with Trump. I don't care what David Collins says or Paul Chenier says. Like, whatever, you Democrats, who cares what you say? It's us conservative. Well, I'm independent conservative. We're not registered in either party. But. If you know, it, it just shows that everybody wants to go back to when the economy was running right. Who said it's the economy, stupid? I don't know what presidency that came from, but that is true. It's the economy that we're going to be banking on in this next coming up election and who we get in. So the ones that want to, oh, 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 I, I, I'm not, I'm, a, I'm Republican, but I'm not listening to Trump. You know what? You're going to lose because if you go with the Trump team, you're also going to get money put into your, um, you know, run. Well, I wouldn't so, want anybody supporting me that I was not, uh, I didn't feel they were a decent person. So if I was running, I would say, and I've said this before, and we say, well, you're supported by Mr. Trump, or do you need his support? I would say, listen, I'm my own person. 
I thought when he was in office he did some good things, but I have my own way of doing things, and that's all I would say. Well, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a down in middle of the road thing. And here's one for Pence. His new nickname in my book, because everybody he's backing is losing. Why is he backing some and Trump backing the other? Like, what, what's going on there? Was well, you can understand by... Stabber all the time You can understand by, by Mr. Pence. Uh, they certainly had a feud. And uh, his vice president disagreed with uh, some of the things he said and did. And he is his own person. So I give him uh, kudos for that. Well, my nickname for him is Past Tense Pence. Past Tense Pence. All right, thank you. (laughs) Dispense. I think he's a good guy. I think he a lot of the things that were accomplished during the administration, he was vice president, were good. And I think he would carry them on with a totally different personality. Because it means a lot to show humility, integrity, and strength. And I can go on and on. But I have to take a little break. 889-5252 is the number. Protect your family. Protect your farm. Farm Safe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. Fox News Commentary. Low approval Joe is trying to entice student support with a new loan forgiveness plan. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898 thing is a free lunch or a free college education unless Joe puts the American taxpayer on the hook for it. And it looks like that's exactly what he's planning to do. The pause on student loan payments expires next month, but the White House is expected to swoop in and forgive $10,000 worth of debt for borrowers making under $150,000 a year. What a crock. So those students like myself who already paid back our student loans are out of luck? What about those who turn degrees into successful careers and make over that threshold? Are they still on the hook? Less than 40% of Americans have a college degree, and yet it's we the taxpayers who are expected to pay for someone else's debt? Likely in large part for those who got useless degrees? The government should stay out of the student loan business and perhaps then colleges and universities would be incentivized to lower their inflated tuition rates. This does nothing to teach students the value of a dollar. What a joke. I'm Tommy Lahren and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. What is the value of a dollar today? I don't think we want to know. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. Did that lady that had the furnace problem ever get back to you? She did get back to me. Um, the last thing we spoke to each other, she was going to call Norwich Technical School and see if she can get one of the trainees to look at it. But um, if anybody else has any ideas to help her, that would be great. I do. Does, does she have the old type of radiators? I think so, because she was getting that banging noise. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents, when they moved to Maine, they had those old radiators. And my father always went and fixed them. They have new things that you can put on the radiator to adjust the temperature. But what that banging is, is air inside the lines, the lines of the water. Mm -hmm. And it would be banging. And all she really needs to do is find somebody that can come and see if she has some of those new, I don't know what they're called, but some new type of 
of uh, item that can go right on the thermostat and you can adjust it. And that might be why she's getting hot temperatures. Yeah, that was my sister had that type of problem. She finally got somebody to check it out, and I think they pretty much resolved it. Yep, but that's what usually what the banging is. That it's air uh, caught inside the, the mm-hmm. pipes there where all that is. So when it's a hot day and all of a sudden your heat's coming up, that's it, it rare. Could, it could be, again, as I say, they've got a new device. I'm not sure what it's called, but uh, my parents had some of those, and I used to, after my father died, I used to fix it for my mother. Mm-hmm. And you can adjust it for whatever temperature you want coming out of the, the uh, radiator. Well, I hope that helps her out. She was uh, seemed a little distressed. She was saying that um, she got this furnace and not happy with it, and now she can't get See, now, it contact. may not be the furnace. It might just be if mm-hmm. she's got the radiators. It could be that fact that the yeah. people didn't purge the water, uh, the, the air from it, because there are ways to take care of that, too. Well, thank you for thinking of that and letting us know. You're quite welcome, because I know after my, like I say, after my father died, I had to take care of a lot of that with the furnace and things for, for my mother. So you're a handy guy. Well, it was just something that he taught me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank sir. you. My dad taught me how to roll the dice. <laughs> Mo. He was a gambler, but he wasn't a reckless gambler, so uh, we did have food on the table. There's a lot of gambling in my life growing up, let me tell you. And uh, life can be a gamble. 889-5252 is our number. We're talking about some of the humorous expressions of some presidents of the past. President Ford found his target at the Radio and Television Correspondents Association dinner in 1974, saying, at a time when funds for the defense budget may be cut, it's comforting to see so many of the big guns from your industry still getting loaded. Hmm. Good for you, Gerald Ford. Jimmy Carter said self-depreciating elder statesman President Carter was the butt of many jokes during his presidency, and I think many of the presidents are, but he gave as good as he got to himself after he left office. He didn't lose his sense of humor. Take, for example... This gem that appears in Time's roundup of best modern presidential quips. My esteem in this country has gone up substantially. It is very nice now when people wave at me, they use all of their fingers. Jimmy Carter. I used to watch his little fire sign chats. I like Jimmy. I know that when you look back, he wasn't a great president, but I thought he was a decent... A human being that was okay, a nice human being, but maybe not good enough to be president. And Ronald Reagan always said funny things. Wit under pressure. When President Reagan was shot in a failed assassination attempt, he quipped to the surgeon as he entered the operating room, please tell me you're a Republican. Will? That sounds like Ronald Reagan. And I've seen that on video. I mean, these aren't made-up stuff. All right. What's on your mind today? Want to get your opinion on any subject? We talked a little bit yesterday with the price of things going up in groceries and and etc. How are you handling it? How are you changing your budget? Are you shopping differently with your food list? 
This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. How many of you out there have never been to a dermatologist? Hmm? Or haven't been in years? Please do. Please visit a dermatologist. It is so important. Just that I, I saw my dermatologist yesterday and we were discussing all the people that are coming in and they're coming in after they've had some suspicious things. And don't wait a long time for that. It's dangerous. So, you take care of your car, take care of your skin. Anybody out there has never been to a dermatologist? Just kind of curious. I'm not going to yell at you. I just think you should go and get yourself checked out. I do that every six months. Well, Norwich has endorsed the $385 million school plan. Claire Bissett's article today in the uh, day paper. City Council unanimously endorsed the entire $385 million proposed school's construction project Monday night following an hour-long public hearing that featured mixed opinions and passionate pleas from school officials that city schools face catastrophic mechanical and structural failures. With the vote, the council rejected an alternative $255 million plan proposed last week by Mayor Peter Nystrom that would have built the proposed four new elementary schools while delaying a $99 million renovation of the aging Teachers Memorial Global Studies Middle School and a $25 million renovation of the Samuel Huntington School to house adult education and administrative offices. I will have on this program right here (laughs) Superintendent of Schools this string fellow and Bob Aldi will be in to discuss that matter and all other things related to school. As you know, before you know it, schools will be opening again. At least we hope so. Several speakers warned the scale-down plan would leave the system with inequitable education facilities. Norwich would have four new elementary schools, the recently renovated Kelly Middle School, where the council meeting was held, in an air-conditioned auditorium, and the substandard Teachers Memorial School, said Mark Betancourt, chairman of the school building committee. 
School Board Chairman Robert Aldi and Vice Chairman Mark Koulos stressed that while the total costs... As I continue, was $385 million. City taxpayers would pay $150 million after a 67% state reimbursement. If the plan fails to win voter approval, the city faces a projected $225 million cost to just to repair the failing schools, mechanical systems with no renovations, upgrades, and no state reimbursement for those costs. They have to weigh the whole deal. You'll have a chance to talk with the superintendent and Bob Eldai when they come in. I'll have open lines for you. One of the biggest goals of the committee has uh, was parity, so that our students all had equal opportunities in the school system. That would leave teachers with grossly unequal facilities, Betancourt said about the $255 million plan. Teachers Memorial head custodian Joseph Juber urged council members to visit the school to view the decaying ceilings, the roof, the walls, and stairs, and get that fixed now. The $385 million plan Alderman has now sent to the voters for a November referendum calls for building new schools on the grounds of the John B. Stanton Uncas and the John Moriarty Elementary School and one at the site of the former Greenville School and other contingent land owned by the city. You can comment on that today or anything else, but I just wanted to bring it up that you update on the meeting. Once the new schools are completed, students would move in and the old buildings would be demolished. Display sports fields and playgrounds built in their spots. Huntington Veterans Memorial, Quanick, and Mahan schools would close. Quanick <clears throat> could become a virtual learning center. Huntington would get a $25 million renovation to house central offices and adult education. Teachers Memorial would undergo a complete $99 million renovation in the costliest portion of the project. A tax impact statement presented to the council by City Comptroller Josh Pothier showed the project would require an average of 4.56 mills in taxes in the first 10 years, an increase of nearly $500 for the owner of a medium-priced single-family home. But project supporters pointed out the calculation did not take into account the closure of three school buildings Savings by expanding in-house special education programs and having energy-efficient new schools. Speakers opposing the project cited the cost and impact to taxpayers during the current inflation and possible looming recession. Some of the residents called the plan to build four new schools crazy and complained that aldermen will not listen to taxpayers. You should use what you have now and make the repairs that should have been done all of these years, several local school, uh, s- several local union carpenters supported the project and urged the council to include a provision that 20% or 30% of the subcontractors hired be local union workers, including local apprentices. In case you missed that article by Cliff, uh, our buddy, Claire Bassett, who has uh, been a writer for years for the day. Does a great job covering our area. So that's the latest on that. If you want an update, and of course you'll have an opportunity to call with the superintendent of schools and Bob Aldi from the school committee when they come on the program at 10 o'clock on the 15th 
of August. You may want to Put a little note on your calendar for that. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. Bank Street will be closed to traffic from 4 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. Many Bank Street restaurants will have tables in the street for dinner. There will also be local vendors, and this month, they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. The New London Big Band will be one of the groups performing. Fireworks at 9 from the Water Street parking garage. Eat in the Street is this Thursday, brought to you by the City of New London, Downtown New London Association, and powered by Foxwoods Resort Casino. So how are you doing with inflation? Hmm? A lot of people say you through there. How are you? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you really doing? Has it changed your life dramatically? A little bit? Not at all? Let's talk about it. At 889-5252. That's the number of our program. Everybody's welcome to attend. We don't screen calls. We just ask that you keep it in fairly good taste. <laughs> Maybe even better than that. Well, it looks like Putin has a girlfriend. I hope she's proud of herself. The United States imposed sanctions on Russian President Vladimir Putin's reported romantic partner Tuesday, part of the latest raft of penalties darting, uh, targeting Kremlin-linked officials and entities Exposing Russia's war in Ukraine. Her name is Alina Kabeva, 39. Mr. Putin is 70. And obviously, I don't know what her parents said when she brought him home to meet the parents. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Morning, Joey. I was thinking about you. I usually like Briar's vanilla with the beans in it, the vanilla beans. That's probably my favorite. I bought yesterday a vanilla... But it has. You like caramel, caramel? No, I'm not a caramel fan, really. Well, I bought it just because I thought I'd try it, and it has swirl caramel throughout it. But it also has your little chocolate chips in there. Mm. So it was a good combo last night. I actually liked it. I'm, I'm a basic on stuff like that, well, ice cream and whatnot. Hey, I got a question for you. In 1960, Kennedy won the uh, presidency. I was born that year. Two weeks later, after he won the election, okay, 23rd of November, but. Was Now, we know Reagan was the governor for California for many years prior to being a president, mm-hmm. and I voted and served under him his all eight years there. Anyhow, Nixon, was he the vice president for Eisenhower when he ran against Kennedy and lost? You know, I think you're right. Nixon's yeah, because I heard it on CBTV that he was a but he was also a governor of California. So he, he went from governor... I, I didn't recall that about Nixon. I know he ran once and lost, which uh, he yeah. ran against Kennedy, and then we all know that he ran again and did not lose, but... Uh, right, right, you know, right. But it said... He was vice he was president. vice president. And it had to be, if he was running against Kennedy, he had to be Nixon, uh, Eisenhower's vice president. And I don't know if Eisenhower was a Democrat or a Republican. He was a Republican. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so he had to be, because, he, yeah, all right, that makes sense. Okay, and uh, the 15th, I'm looking forward to hearing about the school thing and all that. Uh, yeah, uh, those planes, you're not going to stop those planes. If that's government, uh, that's government, uh, you know, it's they're going to do it. So I don't know why people complain so much about it. I mean, they've got to be doing it for a reason. There are planes. Mm-hmm. They're not... They're not Soviet planes flying over. No, I understand. I can understand when they're flying low and you're looking up. It can give you a little bit of a willy. (laughs) 
I get a rush off of you, I'll be honest with you. Being okay. out at sea all the time and watching those carriers and F-14s going off the uh, flight deck, you want to hear a rush. That's Mach 2 they take off, man, and things are nothing like this. So mm-hmm. it don't bother me. But anyhow, Stu, I'm going to enjoy your day. All right, buddy? All right. Thanks for checking in. Bye, right, Joey. Stu. Checking in at the desk? 889-5252 at WICH. People don't like when you pay cash anymore. <laughs> Notice that. They're surprised when I pay something. You know, I see people, you know, charge things that are $3. Okay. Did you notice that? It's almost like, come on, we don't take cash here. I guess these days we'll take anything, right? Hey, did you see this article about the world's toughest turtle? It's the picture of this giant turtle. It's called the juvenile loggerhead turtle. has been gashed by a boat propeller had part of his front flipper bitten off by a shark and was being attacked by a different shark when two New Jersey fishermen intervened, saved him, and called Sea Turtle Recovery, a group that rescues and rehabilitates turtles before returning them to the ocean. What a rescue story that is. What a giant turtle. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I went to a gas station that charges by the gallon. Mm Mm-hmm. I filled up for $55. $55, it seems like a lot. And uh, how much they were charging a gallon? Well, someone had put 60 in a couple months ago, and I didn't fill it up. So I've been debating for about 10 years whether or not we're still on the gallon system because the signs don't have it per gallon anymore. So Gee, they do I every... went to one that sells by the gallon. Not the leader. Oh, okay. Usually, I just look for how much it is a gallon, and hopefully, it's lower every time I go there. And it has been lowered a little bit. Well, it was taking sixty-five, a little over sixty-five, to fill it up, and I went to a different one, and it was fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Of course, it has dropped a little every day, so that may be one That's of the reasons. True. Mm-hmm. So I'll you talk to you later. Bye bye. Right. Thank you. It's time to fill up. Don't you hate that? I have a car that has all kinds of warnings. You're going to need a refiller. They say, you know, they even, the cars will even tell you where the nearest uh, gas station is. They just don't want you to run out of gas. Isn't that nice of cars? Cars that talk to you now. They, your car is a jar. Your door is a jar. My door is a door. What are you talking about? I like this other thing in cars. If you're coming too close to somebody, and God forbid if you're coming close to hitting somebody, it will stop by itself and a big noise will go on. Now, that's a wonderful safety feature. Hmm? Welcome to the program. Uh, Gas is not sold by the gallon. Gas is nine-tenths of a gallon. Okay. When you see that price, that's not for a gallon of gas. That's for nine-tenths of a gallon. Okay, well, whenever I see a sign and it looks less expensive, I go for it. Yeah, but I gotta say, they don't sell gas by the gallon. I don't know why they do the nine tenths. They should do away with it. <laughs> but they never did it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You get nine. You get nine tenths of a gallon. That means you gotta put that extra one tenth of a penny in there for a gallon price. 
Well, I hadn't thought about that before, but um, that makes sense, or a cent. <laughs> we do not have nine-tenths of a penny. So what are you getting gas for these days? I think I, I paid on Sunday. I went to place to a city. I paid uh, 404. That's very good. Very good. It's not very good, but it's very good compared to what we've been doing. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. All right, I just want to clear that up. Thank you. It's appreciate always, it. It's always nine cents of a gallon. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Weren't they, they going to do away with pennies? They just no. They just won't do it, even though it costs more to make a penny than a penny. These are things that I ponder. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Let's see what's happening in the news and the weather. It is 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. I'm Steve Kathan. Kansas voters say no to a referendum that would have allowed Republican lawmakers to tighten abortion restrictions or ban the procedure altogether. Planned Parenthood's Rachel Sweet. The voters of Kansas have spoken loud and clear. We will not tolerate extreme bans on abortion in our state. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is in Kansas. This is a conservative state. Republicans outnumber Democrats, and they're also unaffiliated voters. But what we kept hearing from voters at the polls yesterday that was that they were turning out for this issue alone. Arizona's Republican primary for governor is too close to call. Trump-backed Carrie Lake has a slight edge over Karen Taylor Robson, who was endorsed by former Vice President Pence. Our legal team is watching everything very, very closely. We will continue to fight for every lawful vote. In Missouri, Trump endorsed Eric in the Senate primary, leaving things open to interpretation. Attorney General Eric Schmidt won over disgraced former Governor Eric Greitens. Demand for monkeypox vaccine continues to grow as outbreaks widen. So far, more than 6,300 cases in 48 states. Infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm tells CBS Mornings vaccine could be in short supply for some time to come. We do have a major shortage of vaccine. Remember, the whole world wants this right now. The United States is not even leading in terms of numbers. Uh, Spain has five times as many cases per population as we do. Uh, United Kingdom, twice as many. Well, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi left Taiwan today after praising the island's democracy, a visit that lasted less than 24 hours. China sees Taiwan as its territory. And CBS's Vicki Barker has more on the Beijing backlash. China has responded to the Pelosi trip by slapping some trade sanctions on Taiwan and by ordering live-fire military drills in the air and sea around the island. Not yet clear if Beijing plans to confine its response to those measures. Well, for decades, Vin Scully was the man behind the mic for so many big baseball games. Scully, who broadcast Dodgers games for 67 years, did national broadcast too, died yesterday at 94. L.A. manager Dave Roberts. If I could put it in one word, he was a gentleman. And um, that means a lot. And so, yeah, he was the voice of baseball, uh, but how he interacted with fans, how he made baseball games come to life, he was always a gentleman. Dodgers pitcher Clayton Kershaw says Scully was the best there ever was. Wall Street, the Dow is up 247. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, 
how the world connects. The National Institutes of Health launched the Recover Initiative to research long COVID. NIH needs volunteers of all ages, races, and genders who have just been diagnosed with COVID and those who have never had it. Dr. Walter Korshetz, director of the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. We know that different populations were affected differently by COVID. And so understanding the differences in different populations is critically important uh, if we're going to come to solutions for people that are going to work for everybody. To learn more and volunteer, visit recovercovid.org. Say hello to Zoom One. Zoom One brings together Zoom meetings, chat, whiteboard, phone, and more, all in one place to streamline your team's communications so you can simplify the way you work, whether you're in the office, at home, or a mix of both. Get more of the Zoom you know and love with meetings, chat, whiteboard, and phone bundled together into Zoom One. Find out more at zoom.com slash one. Zoom One features vary by plan. It's a summer for whale watching in Boston Harbor. Paula Brogna and Joe Fabiano spotted a humpback whale breaching the waters of Boston Harbor. Their video captures the giant mammal splashing and flipping in the water within 10 feet of their boat. There have been several reports of whales off the Massachusetts coast over the past few weeks. The State Division of Marine Fisheries says young humpbacks have been feeding off local bait fish. On July 24th, a whale breached and landed on the bow of a small boat. No one was injured. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In a fjord in Oslo, Norway, a young female walrus has gotten a lot of attention, named Freya by locals. The 1,300-pound marine mammal has gotten onto the backs of several small boats to sun herself, causing damage along the way. The newspapers put up a live stream of the antics. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. All the opinions are welcome on this program, all topics. Maybe you're stewing about something. Or is there something that's going good in your life? We like to hear from that too. If you have any questions, certainly if I don't have the answers... I know one of our folks out there in the audience will come through for us. And if you need help in anything, you know, if you're feeling alone, come to the cabaret right here and uh, be a part of our family at 889-5252. Have a gentleman be talking with us uh, a little bit about the homeless and some uh, wonderful center they have in Willimantic to help the homeless people. His name is Ryan Fitzgibbons. And he'll be joining us at 1 o'clock this afternoon. As you know, the homeless situation in the country is not good. It seems to be getting worse. A lot of people trying to do something about it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Father Stu. Hello, my spiritual friend. Hey, look, I decided to call the second hour because I I heard on the uh, news, on your news break, about how uh, China is responding to Nancy Pelosi's visit mm-hmm. to Taiwan. Yep. What they're doing is flying uh, their aircraft close to the Taiwan Taiwan uh, country to intimidate them, and they're uh, it was described as the trading. Uh, so it's a form of a I would think a kind of intimidation 
to the Taiwan. Oh, sure. They've been doing that for a while. Mm -hmm. So the reason I'm mentioning that is because anybody that listened to me talk about the low-flying aircraft over our area, uh, the Norwegian surrounding area, uh, uh, the first hour of your show, should think about why should we have training, military training, over our or over our homes and our families and our children, scaring us, not only intimidating, intimidating us with the visual effect, but the noise. And, and, the, and the people who say they have no problem with it, that's fine. But they need to think about other people. They need to think about the people who try to raise their families in the time that we're living in. We're living in a different time now. They could fly those aircraft somewhere else. They don't have to be flying over us. So I just thought I'd bring that up because of what they're trying to do to Taiwan with their training. And we don't need training over us. Okay, All right. So Sure. Fine. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Stu Briar with you. Temperatures today will be around 90 degrees. We're getting used to it, though. Hi, yes, another 90. Yes, okay. That's okay. Well, I got a word from my Better Business Bureau friends who always try to keep me updates on things to look out for so I can pass that along to you so you will not get ripped off in any way. It's not easy. So many people trying to do that. Airline travel is back in full swing, but scammers are taking advantage of increased flight cancellations with a new con. (laughs) It's always something new. Better Business Bureau Scam Tracker has received multiple reports of scammers creating fake airline ticket booking sites or customer service numbers to charge travelers for rescheduling fake flights. If you're buying airfare, use caution and double-check the URL or phone number before providing your credit card information. So how does this one work? While doing an online search for cheap flights, you come across what seems like a great deal with a major airline. You book the flight, either through the website or by calling a customer support number. But shortly after making the payment, you receive a call from the company saying, there's been a sudden price increase or an extra charge to finalize your booking. This is something a legitimate company would never do. It turns out that you accidentally purchased tickets through a scam website or a phony customer service number. The price increase is a way to get more money out of you. So be careful. We'll talk about more about that a little later. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning to you. Hello. Hi there. Hi. I wanted to agree with that man about these... Uh jets that go over if they uh we heard him this morning i said what is that it's, i said boy that's loud jet mm-hmm. and here in norwich you, you see them a lot now if they have just one false move if they're not really concentrating you know they could crash and if they crash through someone's house and kill someone on the ground, you know? I know what you're saying, but of course you'd say, well, anybody in a plane or a helicopter or anything is, there's all of the... Yeah, these are that? different because they are really close. Mm-hmm. They're like almost, I mean, it's it's scarily close. You know, it's like, oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> you know, close, like skimming the trees. 
How often do you see them, generally? Uh, not too often, here and there. Mm-hmm. But it's, you can hear them coming, and it's not just here. I've been in other towns where I see them, too. So they're doing something, they're, maybe they're practicing, or they're just, I don't know, they're going from one place to another, maybe, but they are too low, and I don't think it's necessary. If they have an accident, it's going to be really not good. Well, it's, it's good to get your point of view on it, too. Thanks. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Hello. If you'd like to make a call. If you'd like to make a call. Yeah. If you need help, please hang up and dial your operator. When are they going to fix that? You know, there shouldn't be any static when they say that. should be, if you'd like to make another call, please hang up and uh, try it again. Instead, you get all this static. All right, if we lost somebody on the line, come back. 889-5252 is our number. In the good old summertime, I was thinking the other day, and I just crossed my mind, boy, I had this heat weather, and then I thought, this could be an icy day. And I said, this is better, this is better. Yeah. Getting on the roads and hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. You know, down in Groton, I believe is where the Air National Guard are. Because I know, like when you go towards Shenacosset Golf Course, there's a you go by airport down there. But I know the National Guard is down there, and I think that's where the airplanes may be coming from. And it it would be really cool if you could get somebody who represents the National Guard to maybe come on and say what they're doing? I mean... It's, it's a good idea, Susan. It's a good it's idea. It's training. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like it's top secret or something. Cause mm-hmm. they u- it's funny, because they used to fly over our house weekly, and they have not been doing that. I guess they changed their course. I don't know, because for years they have gone over us, you know... And they're like three in a row, and they're very, very low. And they come from like Norwich Way going heading towards North Stonington, right straight by us. So, yeah, I would get a National Guard rep on. And here's one I didn't hear anybody talk about. It happened last week, and it was in New York. Did anybody hear about the pit bull attack that killed a 70-year-old woman in her backyard? I've heard stories of pit bull attacks, but I well, don't. I didn't hear that one. This was the grossest thing. I would ban pit bulls in a heartbeat. I would ban them all over this country. I'll tell you what. A guy came home, well, you know, and the pit bull had killed the owner. I mean, they owned it. The woman was 70 years old. Okay, so it was their pit bull. It was their pit bull, an uh, older couple, so you wouldn't think they'd you know, treat it mean or anything to make it act up, but you don't know. But this is the gross part. It was dragging the woman's body around the backyard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, but so many things have gone, come and gone through, through the whatever, and I didn't read it anywhere. But I did hear it on New York News, and it was last week. And when the police got there, the pit bull charged at them, 
and they had to shoot it. Well, why not? I mean, for crying out loud. Of course they would shoot it. I mean, maybe it's uh, the pit bull got rabbit or something. Uh, I, and But you, then you don't hear anything more about it because I guess they figured they took care of the problem. They got rid of it, right? But, I mean, that's hideous. And there have been just too many pit bull attacks because you'll hear them in Texas and in different places where a kid might get mauled. And nobody cares. They want to ban things, ban them. Well, Susan, the thing is that people have pit bulls. They think they're the most lovable, wonderful dogs, and most of them are. But um, the reason that I would never get a pit bull is that if they do go off their rocker, um, they're so strong and they can do so much irreparable damage that I would not want to take the chance. Well, if anybody ever looked up the history of pit bulls, because I used to have an AKC book. I don't know where it went. That was in the 70s. But the thing is, they were bred in, you know, Europe to England and places, put in a pit to fight with a bull. Well, that's okay? where they got and the pit bull name. Okay. They can take them down because that's what killed my pony. In 96, pit bulls. So, All right. Thank you, you for know? making a pit stop here, and we'll talk about it more. Appreciate okay. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, people swear by their pit bulls, but I would like, you know, a cocker spaniel. Like, I think I could fight off a cocker spaniel. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. You know, um, way back on the onset of the low-flying... Um, they look like B-52 bombers uh, over my house going to, I guess, the sub-base. Uh, they used to rattle my windows and everything, and they were low. But I got used to it, and I, I got to thinking that um, I know it's all about training because I know uh, they alerted people that EB was going to do training exercises uh, there as well. Um now, don't forget that Groton Subbase makes submarines, and we have the bridge there. And I know Groton would be a place of an attack if there should be one from another country because they make the submarines and the bridge. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I think. So, okay. you know, I've gotten used to the noise, and they're doing their thing. And hopefully, in any kind of an event, hopefully that won't happen. But Pelosi going over there, everybody's ranting and raving about her going over there. I'm thinking, when China gives a warning, watch out. They're, they are a silent country. They're very powerful. Well, they're not very that silent. They're not that silent. Um, but I'll tell you that uh, you're rattling cages with China because they're liable to do anything. Exactly. And I think watch out because she's going over there. Now, she would heed the uh, the warning. And Well, I don't um, want China to think we're weak, and they do, obviously, the way we got out of Afghanistan. And they're going to try something sooner or later that's pretty obvious. I know. So um, okay. I'm just thinking... You know that turtle you were talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. it, I would love that turtle shell for a, for a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's well, the, the turtle still has a lot of life uh, left into uh, it for it, so you're, you're unlikely you're going to get that shell. Oh, well, you never know. But right. you know what? I'm chilling and grilling. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Chilling and grilling. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning. French fry here. Hey, French fry. What's up, buddy? Well, I was doing good till I heard that guy complaining about them planes flying over his house again. I mean, I think he ought to go in the closet, hang his skirt up, put his big boy pants on, get over it. If they ain't flying over his house, they're flying over somebody else's house. It really doesn't matter. They're training. I look up at them. I love it. I get goosebumps when I see them. It's some military, some men in uniform to show his strength. You got to train somewhere, and in Connecticut, you got to be flying over somebody's house. So if he cares about the other person, apparently not. As long as they're not flying over his house, he could care less. So. Well, sometimes when we see a plane that's flying really low, our, our instincts are, whoa, you know that. Yeah. It's just a natural yeah, thing. But they've been flying low for years around here. And they're on train. They're going from, uh, they're coming out of Massachusetts and they're flying wherever and going back to wherever. And the helicopters do the same thing. I live in Preston and uh, military helicopters come down low sometimes and they fly over the house. And I just love it. I, I moved back from Indiana about two years ago and out there we had, we had A 10 Warthogs flying over the house all the time. And I just loved it. I mean, it was it doesn't take long for them to go over the house and uh, it's just a few seconds and if something like that scares them i don't understand it all right mr but anyway, french fry but anyway hey i got a question for you yes sir can, can you name three cars that start with t t p p yeah uh pontiac uh okay. Pin- pinto okay and I'm stuck on the third one. Well, got to be another one you can think of. Think of a foreign car. Let's see, Pontiac, Pinto, um, a foreign car, huh? Yeah, there's a couple of them that start with D. Well, seeing that I'm not a car buff, I'm going to have to say I give up. All right, well, you named two, right? Mm. Start with D. Well, you're wrong on both of them. They don't start with both, P? Both of those cars you mentioned start with gasoline. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this is probably the third time somebody got me on that one. <laughs> you think you'd learn by now. Yeah. You're like me. You're old enough. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I'm going to get st- stuck on that one again, at least for a week. All right, kid. Enjoy thank, the rest of your day. Thank you. Start with P. Um, I don't think cars start with P. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Welcome to the program. Morning, Sue. Morning. We got a first baseman. Yes, I understand we got a first baseman. Uh, and he's, uh, he was hitting 270, which is not too bad. He, when uh, they got J.D. Martinez, it was, it was up between him and Hosner, they got J.D. Now they got them both. They got. Um, they didn't trade JD. No, they, but when it, years, five years ago. Oh, I see. Yeah. They, they wanted either JD or Hosner. They got JD. All right, I get you. 
Now they got them both. Well, listen, you have, when you have a first baseman that can hit 270 as opposed to 200, I guess that's a big improvement. Yeah, we got an outfielder that's a real outfielder. Mm-hmm. We got another. We got a catcher. We gave up a Deakman for him. We gave up a, a pitcher. We gave up a few pitches. We didn't gain any pitches. Well, well we uh, won three in a row. So who's our catcher? Uh, we I know one of the catchers who's hitting about 200. Who's the other one? Mamillan. His name is Mamillan. He's going to catch tonight. They got him from the White Sox. So what do you? What is? Is he a good hitter? Or? No, he's more of a defensive. He's uh, more of a defensive. He throws out batters and stuff. He's not. Well, he only played part time, and maybe they're going to play him more. Okay. He's going to play tonight. Because I know that our catcher had probably the best catcher batting average in the majors. I don't know why they did that. They think they're going to get him back when he's a free agent, but I don't know why they did that. Yeah, they could get him back as a free agent. You're right. And as far as Taiwan goes, you know how long we've been involved with them? After Japan went into China in the 30s. And after the Second World War, Mao Zedong and Chiang Kai-shek, he was a general. The communists were against Chiang Kai-shek. They had a big uh, civil war. And the, the communists won, and Chiang Kai-shek went to Taiwan. And we've been back at them ever since. Yeah, I mean, so We've been involved with them ever since the Second World War. We've been involved in that, that place. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're people are independent and it's nice. Uh, there's not too many around these days. We've been giving them money and everything mm-hmm. since the Second World War. And uh, his, his the Mrs. Kashan Kaishek came over here, talked to Congress. It was a big deal, and we so you know we got we got ties there. So it's it's okay. He, he they can't tell us to go where we can go and where we can't go. You know what I mean? He, if we back down, how did that look? No, oh, I understand, and that's been a big arg- argument the last couple of days. Should we have, should we not have? And uh, I'm going to talk to Rob Simmons tomorrow. He's going to be in. We'll ask Beautiful. him. Beautiful. We'll ask him about that. Not saying they're going to, they're not going to buy any fish from Taiwan. Okay. They're going to punish Taiwan that way, and they're going to practice over there. But well, we we had the right to go there, and I'm glad you went. All right, sir. Thank you. Good show, Joe. See ya. Did he call me Joe? You can call me Joe. You can. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I I I think those big planes went over this morning, but my air conditioner's loud. But you know, when I look up and I see them, and I said, you know, I think that old sign used to be on the billboards: "Sleep, your national god is awake." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel kind of comfortable to know that they're around and they have the education to fly those planes. So, you know, it kind of makes me happy. I've, uh, my, uh, one of my uh, brother-in-laws was uh, a pilot during the, uh, what was it, Pearl Harbor. And um, those planes, those guys drove are nothing like today. Those planes were like, Wow. They went down real, real quick. So, and the other thing is, I was watching the news last night, and they were warning people that beware of the monkeypox, people changing and trying on clothes in stores and handling things in the motel and hotels. Mm-hmm. And this, this was the health department talking about this. So... 
um, I know my mom and my sister used to wash the cans when they brought things home. You should always wash the cans, especially the top mm. of the can. Yeah, and even the soda and water bottles. Mm-hmm. But they, they did warn, you know, it can be caught through these type of situations because the fluid is the, the one that gives you monkeypox. But uh, someone uh, in Boston, one of my granddaughters, is a nurse, and they said there will be doses coming out for you and I and other people. Absolutely. But they want to, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And they want to uh, get the people that are in uh, hard danger. And they also had a man on that he said the pain was incredible. And he's been out of work for three or four uh, weeks. Sounds, with a, this sounds a lot disease. like shingles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how long the smallpox vaccine is. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I had it when I was young. We don't have a, we don't have any smallpox problem, and we do have a vaccine for it. And oh, ones, we do have one. The ones oh, that we got, I think most everybody got a smallpox vaccine. But mm. what I wanted to say in New York, the guy has uh, uh, got uh, a polio. So uh, mm-hmm. something about the water or stand for. But I also wonder, does any, I got to ask my granddaughter later today, but I've never had polio shots. Have you? Yes, I have. I got a polio shot. I mean, do they do that today? Like if you're going out of the country, do they give you these shots? Because I've never had a polio. You've never had a polio shot? Boy, I'm surprised. I thought just about everybody from our uh, era got a polio shot. Uh, my mother was very against uh, any immunizations, mm-hmm. but I did get smallpox. That was the only shot I've ever got in my life. I mean, I've got the COVID and uh, my flu shots and pneumonia, but my mother was not big on um, vaccines. And, of course, she came from a farm with 14 brothers and sisters, and um, she just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And she had all of us children at home. And I remember when my young youngest brother was being born. Holy crow, Stu. You know, I could, you know, she didn't yell or anything, but, you know, I wonder, like, these, my, could you imagine my grandmother having 14 children at home? She never lost one. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. my gracious. 14 thanks. children. My yeah. God. Yeah. Your grandfather <laughs> was on. frisky, wasn't he? Mm. Well, yeah, but, you know, they got to keep warm on those cold winter nights. I mean, I don't believe well, they had electricity. What about blankets? <laughs> I don't. All yeah. I can say is uh, God bless her. Mm-hmm. You know, I have pictures of my grandma, and her hair was all braided on top of her head like, you know. And my mother and all the kids worked picking potatoes in the fields. And my grandfather also had a lumberyard, but it was uh, a sure a different time. And as I was growing, I mean, um, my life was different than a lot of other people at my age mm-hmm. because we had um, we had an outhouse and the little potties, you know, little porcelain potty that we went to the bathroom in at night. And um, the funny part of it is, 
um, we had my sister and I slept together, and it was an old metal bed with a spring, old metal spring. Yeah, people did uh, what you had to do, and uh, can you imagine yeah, being in a house too. with 14 kids? Yeah. Oh, I'd be, I mean, I know that their farmhouse is mm-hmm. still there now. But, you know, with people living it and over, di- over well, did it, I, you know. I, I'll it, bet it, you've it. got some great stories, but i got to run. Yeah, I know. But anyways, everybody have a, a good, safe day, and I'm trying to stay cool for the next few days. So yep. I must say I'm looking forward to a cooler weather, dear. So have about, a good day. In about a week. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Morning. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, sir. Very good. What you got? I would like to talk to uh, you about uh, rain and uh, lack of it and too much of it in some other areas. I've, I've been studying the weather for quite a few years, uh, going back to the, uh, let's put it this way, early 80s, okay? And what I've just seen happen in the state of Kentucky, that is too much rain, and it is not normal. And I believe it has to do with a method of government spraying, okay? I know a lot of people say, oh, whatever, this conspiracy, I don't believe you, you're, you're full of nonsense. Well, guess what? They use it on the Ho Chi Minh Trail along with defoliant in Vietnam. So they can use spray from planes. You see the chemtrails. I don't know if you look up in the sky and see the chemtrails, but they can use those to manipulate the weather. I believe they just did it in the state of Kentucky because it's hill country. What is the benefit of them doing it? Because they can force people's hands into writing bills. It may sound far-fetched, but when you flood an area, it could be low-lying, could be swampy, stuck between two valleys, very dangerous, then you're looking at disaster aid. And now you have to apply to the federal government or somebody else, whatever, and do the cleanup. I just heard Rand Paul on the radio the other day that 42 or some people perished in that flood. I've seen it happen in Texas. They want to get something done, they flush somebody out. And so they come running to the government, pop a government again, and they get some disaster aid or some loan or something like that to help people out. If you don't believe it, you can look it up in a book, okay? Now, well, let me ask you, let me ask you this question. Yes. Is, uh, if there are bad people that do that to hurt people, there must be good people that are certainly understand the science of this, and when there's a drought somewhere, they could come and help it out. But they don't. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Not everybody because is not decent. it looks decent. like this global order, still wants to hurt people. That's what I see. Okay? They, 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 like, they hold the rain up, or whatever it is, or the heat, or a drought, like you say, to prove their point of, uh, like, a digitalization in a film. Okay? A CGI, computer-generated image of a film. I'm trying to prove my point by doing this, showing you a picture of dead cows in a drought. That's their point of climate change, and if you don't do exactly as they say, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get too much snow in one area, freezing cold in one area, too much wind in one area, too much drought in one area. And if they did want to benefit people, yes, they would say, okay, fine, these people need rain. I'm going to give them some rain. Around here is southeastern Connecticut. We go to the phone, we play with CBN sometimes. 
for some rain to come to the area because we don't want the animals or the crops to lose out. So you mean but you're telling me there's nobody honest enough that could take advantage of the, the with the system that they have to help people? Well, answer the own question. Look what happened at Woodstock. Look the whole human trail. They got poor. They got rained out. Mm-hmm. You know, they could stop the nonsense, but they don't want to because certain people in the federal government enjoy messing with people. They enjoy hurting people. I'm going to flood this area out, so now you have to come to me for money. Now you have to beg. Now I'm going to get you to sign the bill, okay? And they have been looking into this, but, you know, somebody had called Rush Limbaugh a long time ago, and they said, well, I talked to my congressman or senator, and they said the whole issue is classified. Okay, government involvement, Air Force involvement, somebody's involvement, and it's classified, Okay, which means that's not good. That's not healthy. And there is two books by Jerry E. Smith called Weather Warfare, and it's the government's plan to control the weather by a certain date in the 2020s. I know everybody's looking at their cell phone. They're thinking about how much money they've got, their friends, their family, and everything else. But there is something going on up in the air, and they should take a look at it. And, and it's been in films before. I understand the movie uh, Cars for Kids or whatever was many years ago. They show the chemtrails. But this is the government trying to screw around on you. Before, they didn't do it because you had the older guard, the World War II generation, around. But now, they say, well, there's no holds barred. I mean, they took the Glass-Eagle Act away from uh, uh, Wall Street, so investors can do whatever they want. They can play around with China. And China likes to play around with us, too, in that area. But take a look at it. I wish you would uh, educate mm-hmm. yourself to who and what really controls our weather. Right. Okay, Stu, thanks Roger for call. Thank you. I'm... Lots of things from my ponder corner. I'll get to another call coming up, but I got to take a break. 889-5252 is our number. The Colonel Rob Simmons joins us tomorrow. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you have a list of the medications you're allergic to in your wallet? I'll be right back to discuss how important it is to do this. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Here are the statistics about sudden death caused by allergic reaction. 6.7% is caused by food, 15% by venom, 19% by unspecified causes and 5% caused by allergic reactions to medication, the most common culprits being antibiotics, radio contrast agents, and chemotherapy drugs. Make sure your doctor and pharmacist have on file a complete list of your drug allergies and carry a copy with yourself, too. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. The fabulous summer of free life music continues at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. Join us this Wednesday for Wild Nights. Rock on the stage from 6 to 8 p.m. Wild Nights is sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drink available for purchase. The 2022 Rock the Docks Concert Series is made possible in part through the generosity of their 2022 title sponsor, Foxwoods Resort Casino and series sponsor 
Realtors, Norwich Public Utilities, Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty, Corp Plus Credit Union, and Hall Communications. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce Business and Industry Foundation. Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard Brown Park. Come see Wild Nights, free. Sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. Also, head on down to the Norwich Town Green for the Friday Night Acoustics. This week featuring Matt Spurzel, starting at 6 p.m. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron, and CountryCarpenters.com. Sunny hot today, not as humid. Temperatures will be uh, around 90 degrees, 70s tonight. Tomorrow is uh, wicked hot and humid. So there's a really heat warning for tomorrow. Be very, 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 very careful. And uh, temperatures will get into the mid-90s. And with the heat index, it'll seem like 105. So just keep an eye. Make sure you're... uh, Watching out for your friends and people that live near you. Make sure they're okay. Drink plenty of water. Welcome to the program. Hi. Nobody home. Nobody there. Oh, Hi. yes. Somebody's here. I'm oh, talking to you. Somebody's here. Okay. Welcome. All right. Welcome. Concerning those aircraft, airplanes. Yes, sir. First of all, there is no Air National Guard in Groton the Army National Guard. The nearest Air National Guard is at Bradley Field. The planes that they're probably talking about that are flying so low are not bombers. They're uh, C-130s, and they belong to the Coast Guard, and they're probably ferrying cadets to uh, summer assignments. All right. So, that's that. Do you do they bother you at all in your neighborhood? or? I love it. Mm-hmm. When they come over our house, there's always two of them, they fly almost treetop level. I love them. The, the C-130 is one of the best aircraft uh, made. All right, sir. We had them in Vietnam. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye, sir. Vietnam veteran, thank you for your service, sir. We appreciate it more than you know. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Yes. Hello. I don't try to psychoanalyze politics. Good, you won't get too many headaches it's then. It's not constructive. I think I think we need to ditch psychoanalysis and spend money on astronomy. Um, the Earth is moving quite a bit quicker. Um, it was on my news feed yesterday morning, and um, that does concern me for numerous reasons. Um, I think that we have an you know uh, an issue with astronomy and. We need to stop psychoanalyzing things and, you know, put up some natural pesticide alternatives to chemicals and all kinds of other stuff. I'm feeling a little under the weather, but 
when I hear everybody come on and try to critique everything, it doesn't sound like a debate. It sounds like you're bickering and not really getting down to fundamentals to me. I hope you have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you. I mean, if somebody gives an opinion, you're welcome to debate that opinion. That's what free speech is about. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, here he is, folks. Get him out of here. You're on the air. Welcome. Joe. Yeah. How are you? All right. Hi. I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, Now, I'm back in Connecticut right now, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to know if any of your listeners know what um, I like. uh, If I go to a shopping center and I'm at a light and there's someone standing on the corner saying, I'm homeless, could you please help me, I'm hungry, and then you see this same person 20 minutes later as you're leaving the store, get into a uh, Ford F-150 brand new black truck, um, but yet they're panhandling. Is there a law in Connecticut that these people, anybody, from what I understand is these people make quite a bit of money just standing around saying we're homeless or we eat, you know, I need, we'll work for food or, you know, I'm homeless, could you help me? Mm-hmm. What is, do, do you know of any laws? That no, I don't, in- I don't believe there's a law, however, if you are doing it in uh, blocking somebody's storefront or something, you have a right to say that they have to move, but uh, as far as scams, you never know which ones are real and which ones are not, and it's not really investigated. Well, I was just kind of, kind of I, was, I was like, I went into uh, the store, and then um, I, I saw this this gentleman, and he was standing there with a sign, and he kind of looked scraggly looking, and and I saw him on the, on the corner when I went to that corner to turn into the, the shopping center, and then when I just happened to come out, and I'm where my my car was parked, and I saw that same guy that gets into the truck, you know, and I'm not probably. From from what I could say, I say it looks like a thirty or forty thousand uh, dollar vehicle, and I'm like going, "You're kidding me!" Well, they can sit there and they can they can say that they're hungry or whatever, da da da. And people are, I mean, I know that there's homeless people, and I, 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 I know all that, but there are. I thought there was something. Someone said that they're not allowed to um, on public areas, but that's why that I said I, that. I, do if you knew any of your mm-hmm. readers, uh, readers, any of your uh, listeners knew if there were any panhandling laws? Because there, are, I, I don't see in Maine. I don't see any in Maine at all. I, I don't at any of the shopping centers or any any of that. Well, maybe but, they right. have different um, laws there, but I don't think there's anything strict here when it comes to that, unless they are really, uh, you know, hurting somebody's business and blocking it or something. Right. I, like I said, I just, I, I said, I'd be kidding me. And this person getting into it, mm-hmm. and I've heard stories from people around there saying, these people make three or $400 a day just standing there. And it's like, okay, me, I need a job. And then I'm like going, and I'm saying to myself, well, there's jobs out there. Uh, take the time to go, you know, you can go to a library and use a computer to make out a uh uh, send one to one of the shopping centers or whatever the stores. If you don't have a, access to a computer, you can do it at any public library. I don't get it. No. But I wondered if you knew of any, any laws that, unless, like you're saying, is not no. shop and shop property or Walmart property, 
they can actually call the police and say, you need to move. I believe that's the case. I'm, I will be corrected if I'm wrong. But uh, uh, how's everything with you, okay? Well, I have one more surgery the end of October, and hopefully that'll be it. Good, good. <laughs> it's just a slow process of repair, and when you're driving nine hours all going up the Prescott, and then I, I had to swing over, I had to go to Machias, which is another two hours east, you know, almost to the... To the to the ocean side of Maine, it gets a little painful sitting, you know, when you're driving that long. And especially now, I know better. I'm not going to go on a Friday and travel on 395 or, or 95 all the way up to, to New Hampshire toll booth, and you're backed up for three or four miles on a Friday because everybody's going up to Maine for the weekend. Uh, I know better than that. I always, I usually travel at mm-hmm. night where it's a little less. Uh, well, but even though it's it, that's that's the part of Maine. People okay. ask, my God, I've never seen so many people this year. Even at night driving, I was like, oh, my God. And I go, Prescott Isle is quite a ways up. And and you can, you can tell. But, and when you see Machias, it's all the way to the east. It's right near the ocean. And it's just a little bit further north, but it's still. Well, you're a traveling man. I know that. Hey, be safe. Okay. i got to run. But uh, thanks for yep. calling. You have a good week. Keep in touch. Thank you. Take care. Hi, WICH. Good morning. Oh, good morning to you, Mr. Stowe. Hello, Larry. Yeah. That plane came right over my house last night, and I mean right over the top of it, right at 8 o'clock shop. Mm-hmm. I was just, yeah, Fox came on at 8 o'clock with Tucker, and right at that same time, I thought my house was going to come down. Yeah, it's... It, it, I'm not I kidding. Can... Listen, I don't care what they're doing or who they are. It's just maybe they can go somewhere else other than residential areas. Why do they got to fly like that right over people's homes? Why can't they go somewhere else where it's like kind of deserted to do their training? They do their training out in California in the deserts and Arizona in the deserts. That's a good question. You know why they do it out there? Sooner or later, one of these planes is going to have a malfunction. It's going to crash into a a residential area. Then everybody's going to be blaming everybody. Oh, well, they, well, you didn't tell them to do that. This is what's going to happen. You're going to have the blame game. Well, I hope it never happens, but uh, that's a question yeah. that I would like to ask somebody. Why not in a barren Listen, that area? That was low last night, okay? I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it was right above the treetops. Okay? Mm-hmm. Any lower, he would have took the trees down. I was, I, I saw it myself. Right out there. I couldn't believe it. And only one of them. I don't know where the rest of them were. Just one plane. They, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they took a different direction. The other ones, uh, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I didn't call. Listen, uh, on, on a couple other things, and I'll let you go. Uh, on that guy that called about the weather, the reason for the rain out in the Midwest right now is is a stall front. You know what a front is? Well, I've I've heard weathermen say it a lot. Well, it's a stall front. The front goes all mm-hmm. the way from California to the East Coast. And it's right in the middle of the country. And when you have a stalled front and it doesn't go anywhere, you've got a warm front on one side of it and a cold front on the other side of it. Low pressures de- develop on that, on that front, and they travel from west to east. Some with heavy rain, some with moderate rain, some with tornadoes. They're, they're all different, but when the, the front's going to move it, uh, uh, up our way starting Friday. We're going to have a chance for rain and thunderstorms almost every afternoon from Friday on because of that front. That front's going to come up into the Connecticut area and not move. 
going to be stationary. Yeah, I know don't you know a lot about weather. weather. Don't be blaming the weather on the, on the government dropping stuff into the sky and all that crazy stuff. God makes the weather. This is all normal stuff. The the I don't know how many how many years has our planet been here, and it's been going on like this for, for hundreds and thousands and millions of years. I know I've lost track. You're right. Well, the weather's going to change. It's not going to stay the same. The weather changes, like the Earth changes. The weather changes. Things change. The government's not throwing stuff in the air to make rain come down and snow come down and stuff. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't believe that stuff unless you, somebody shows me that they're doing it. I, I can't believe that. Well, I, I don't think. Thing, I don't think they're doing it. I know the government. There's parts of it that are corrupt, but I don't think there's listen, that, the that much evil. Nuts, there's no doubt about that. But doing this, I, I don't mm, know. No. I, I mean, okay, <laughs> that's going a little too far. The other thing is the schools. You read a good article this morning. Even though the taxes are going to go up very high because of those schools, it's it's inevitable. We need those new schools for our children in Norwich. They let these guys, some of these schools are 50 to 100 years old. They let them go, which was deplorable. They didn't keep them up. They didn't do the maintenance that was supposed to be done on them each year. Or they wouldn't look like the way they do today. So that's that's uh, on all the previous city consuls, not this city council, but all the previous ones who didn't put the money aside to keep the schools up. But I'm for the new schools. I want to see them built for our children. I think it would be more of a comfortable... Uh, environment for them to learn and to come to school also for the teachers um, and, and I know it's going to be extra taxes which I don't like, you know that but this is something that I think has to be done. We can't go the other route to try to fix these schools that, That's so that's Larry, uh, I, don't, if, I don't know if you know but um, the superintendent is coming on on August 15th at 10 o'clock with uh, Bob Eldai. Yeah. Well We're I gonna... just wanted to tell you that I do approve of that 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 the that the uh, consul uh, approved seven to zero on Monday night, mm-hmm. and and uh, and uh, also thank you. I want to say thank you to uh, Mr. Nystrom, uh, him and Stacy Gold and uh, Mr. Neradoff, the three Republicans. They all voted no in favor of me not being put on that assessment board. The four Democrats, of course, voted for the Democrat. Who they who did, did who who they put on the board who should not have been put on the board because of his past reputation of being on the board. All right, Larry, okay. got to run. Got to talk to you soon. Okay. Take and care. So I just want to say thank you to those three Republicans for vote, voting mm-hmm. no last uh, Monday night in, in favor of uh, wanting me to be on that board. Thank you very much You're to welcome. those three people. Mm-hmm. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Before you head out to Mystic this summer, download the Go Mystic app for everything happening in Mystic. One touch connects you to restaurants, shopping, events, activities, and more. Start your visit at the Bascule Bridge Visitor Center and find signature bridge anniversary items for purchase and information on the celebration. Download the Go Mystic app today. Powered by Foxridge Resort Casino, Mystic River Historical Society, Levine Distributors, and Seaport Marine. Go to mysticchamber.org. Are you in your senior years or caring for a parent or loved one who is a senior? Then you won't want to miss this event. Join us for a Healthy Aging, Healthy Living Expo geared to seniors and their caregivers. This free senior expo is going to be focusing on the needs of older adults, people with disabilities, and caregivers. 
The Expo will offer lifestyle tips, aging resources, wellness materials, health info, and resources for caregivers along with giveaways, door prizes, and healthy snacks. This free expo will take place on Wednesday, August 10th from 9 to noon at Generations Family Health Center in Willimantic. Join the community at this valuable expo. Again, that's August 10th from 9 to noon. Visit genhealth.org backslash senior expo. You won't want to miss out. Brought to you by the Austin Medicare Outreach Education and Advocacy Team. Sunny temperatures today around 90 degrees, 70s tonight, and uh, hotter tomorrow with more humidity. 87 right now. Welcome. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Stu. I'd like to put on an item that is free. I'd like to give it away. Sure. No charge. They just have to pick it up and take it away. Mm-hmm. It is a full-size mattress and box spring and frame. It's in what I consider good condition. It's clean. Uh, only used a couple of years, and I, I think it's a good somebody that might need it. I have some bedding that goes along with it. And I just hope I can help somebody out that might want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my telephone number is 860-889-5647. 889-5647. Okay, I'll be waiting for someone to call me. All Thank right, you. I hope so for you. Thank you. All right. Helping somebody out there. Looking for a mattress, a nice clean one. Hi, WICH, you're on. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so in on the town hall news, um, NBC reported that um, ICE are rated six residential homes in the rich section of Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. They found 60 adults and 13 children, as well as 95,000 and a small amount of cocaine. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So the drug cartels um, make billions of dollars each year. It's estimated to be $13 billion. Um, um, yeah, bringing illegals over the border and putting them in stash houses until they pay up. So all of the people that are in D.C. are not the ones that are being sent by bus from Texas by Governor Abbott. The, the coyotes are also putting them in stash houses across the nation happen to also be in D.C. and these houses that are worth at least $750,000 um, I guess they must be renting them or maybe they bought them and then they stash them so in six houses they found 73 people stashed well, no matter what your political persuasion, I wish everybody knew exactly what is going on with this border crisis, and it's it's uh, despicable. It is, you know, between that and the drugs and, you know, I mean, and you have the sanctuary cities, like D.C. is a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Where if they find an illegal, they don't do anything because it's sanctuary. So I think that the cartels are probably smart enough to move them to the sanctuary cities, you know, but I found them, so I don't know what happens to them now, but it's, something has to be done. We can't just keep 
burying our heads in the sand. Well, it's not going to nothing. You know, and I hope I hope I'm said. wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think anything will be done unless you have new people in Washington. Right. We have to clean house people. Um, there are primaries coming up. Don't forget to vote. And in November, remember that people in D.C., and I don't care whether they're Democrats or Republicans, aren't doing anything. So clean house. Get rid of the ones that are there. In Connecticut, you can get rid of Mr. Blumenthal and put somebody else in and see if they can do something about this immigration crisis. Because right. even when Donald Trump had them waiting in Mexico, there was still a crisis. So we need to do something to make the laws. You know, um, we're paying billions of dollars to Ukraine to protect their border. We're not protecting our own. All right. Thanks it's for calling. Gone. Anyway, it's a beautiful day out. Everybody enjoy. All right. Thanks. Bye. I would be so excited to hear uh, Richard Blumenthal or Chris Murphy say, Boy, we got to do something about this uh, border problem. I don't know. Maybe they've said it and I haven't heard it. Anyway, I have planned a wonderful lunchtime oldie hour for you, so have lunch with me. Good. That's nice. Personality Radio, AM 1310, WICH Norwich. And we're on FM 2 now, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Stu Breyer with you. Here's the beep. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan, a big victory in a red state for supporters of abortion rights. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns. Kansas voters rejected a ballot measure that would have eliminated constitutional protections for abortion in the state, a move that would have allowed the Republican legislature to further restrict or enact a near ban on the procedure. It was the first time voters had a direct say on the issue since Roe v. Wade was overturned. And turnout was significantly higher than expected for a primary contest in the state at 47 percent. A coalition of voters across the political spectrum came together and voted no. Abortion rights supporters hope the win reverberates beyond Kansas. I'm Stephen Portnoy in Washington. At the White House today, the president will sign an executive order aimed at further advancing abortion rights for women who live in states where access is restricted. He'll direct the Health and Human Services Secretary to consider giving waivers under Medicaid to cover abortions for those who travel across state lines to get them. Oppressive heat is making flood cleanup efforts all the more miserable in eastern Kentucky. Biggest concern for today and tomorrow is the weather. It is very, very hot. Governor Andy Bashir expects the death toll, now 37, will rise. At least four people have died in the sprawling wildfire in Northern California. One was someone very close to this woman. My brother refused to move, but he's, he's always been a stubborn guy. So he did what he wanted to do. Testifying in his own defense, conspiracy theorist Alex Jones admitted today the Sandy Hook mass killing was 100% real. Parents suing Jones want $150 million in damages. New policy in one state stretches from kindergarten to college. CBS's Jim Crisula says it's all about sports and gender. Oklahoma public schools will now require students to provide a notarized affidavit attesting to their biological sex in order to participate in sports. The policy comes after Republican Governor Kevin Stitt signed a bill banning transgender women and girls from playing on women's and girls' sports teams. Well, the sports world is mourning the loss of one of the great broadcasters of all time, Vince 
Scully. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. I have no idea where that came from. And that's the fun of it, if you get a good one off once in a while. Well, Scully speaking there to CBS's Lee Cowan a few years ago had plenty of memorable descriptions over the decades behind the microphone. Scully died yesterday at 94. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 347 points. The Nasdaq's up 261. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi left Taiwan earlier today, ending a less than 24-hour visit that angered China. CBS's Cammie McCormick. China has reacted with anger to the visit and announced military exercises around the island. And this is exactly what we expected the Chinese to do. National Security Council Coordinator John Kirby. We would again urge the Chinese not to escalate tensions any more than they already are because there's no reason to. The trip is complete. It was completely consistent with uh, our obligations under the Taiwan Relations Act and with our One China policy. Pelosi's trip highlighted U.S.-China tensions. She insisted the U.S support for the island is bipartisan and praised Taiwan's democracy. The government says the number of people living in this country without health insurance has hit an all-time low, just 8%. The analysis credits subsidies that help people buy private plans. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. What would you do with extra money this summer? Fill the tank? How about a vacation? During Staples Fuel Your Summer Sweeps, a Staples Rewards member could win one of five $5,000 Visa gift cards to use for, or maybe, every $50 spent in store automatically earns you an entry. Not a rewards member? Join today and enter Staples Fuel Your Summer Sweeps. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited. Open a legal residence of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. Ends 8-6. Visit staplesconnect.com slash fuelyoursummersweeps for complete rules and eligibility. It's been a while since I gave myself a real chance to meet someone new. Susan and John are two kindred spirits who rediscovered the romance they deserve on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for singles over 50. John is a massive foodie like me. It's been amazing to experience some of my favorite things again with someone who makes my heart beat faster. I'm so glad I got back out there. Sign up today at silversingles.com slash love. That's silversingles.com slash love. It's Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310. Once there was a way to get back homeward. Once 
It's the Beatles from the Abbey Road album. It was almost a whole album. It's called Golden Slumbers. I was listening to that thinking, boy, they've come a long way since I want to hold your hand. And when they sing that song, welcome in. We have an interesting musical mix for you today. Enjoy. It's a group called the Fireflies. They've been around this summer. I don't know. You were mine. You were mine at the time, and the feeling was sublime. You were mine, you were mine, you were really, really mine. And I know that our love was a love of true love, like a bird on the wing when he knows it's early spring. You were mine. was a one-hit wonder. Listen, many people never have a hit. They had one. It's called You Were Mine. It's early in the lunchtime oldie hour, but it's um, never too early for a sing-along. I think most of you may know the words to this song. Here's the dean, the dean of music. You're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares You may be king, you may possess the world's and its gold But gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old The world still is the same, you never change it As sure as the stars shine above You're nobody till somebody loves you So find yourself somebody to love
still is the same You never change it As sure as the stars shine above Well, you're nobody till somebody loves you So find yourself somebody to love Yeah, nobody till somebody loves you. Who are you? Nobody I know could love me more than you. You can give me so much love, it seems untrue. Listen to the bird who sings it to the tree. And then when you've heard him, see if you agree. Nobody I know could love you more than me. Sun comes shining through Everyone I know is sure it shines for you Even in my dreams I look into your eyes Suddenly it seems I've found a paradise Everywhere I go the sun comes shining through It means so much And Gordon. In fact, it, it was uh, Gordon that used to live in the Ledgered area. I didn't even know it until somebody told me. Yeah, I would have had him on the show a lot. We could have had lunch. In the meantime, we'll be back with a couple of Beach Boys songs. We'll really get you in the mood for some good old summertime music. And if you're out there sunning, it's time to turn so you won't burn. Another fabulous summer of free life music continues at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. Join us this Wednesday for Wild Nights. Rockin' the stage from 6 to 8 p.m. Wild Nights is sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drink available for purchase. The 2022 Rock the Docks Concert Series is made possible in part through the generosity of their 2022 title sponsor, Foxwoods Resort Casino, and series sponsors, Norwich Public Utilities, Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty, Corp Plus Credit Union, and Hall Communications. 
locations. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce Business and Industry Foundation. Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard Brown Park. Come see Wild Nights, free. Sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. Also, head on down to the Norwich Town Green for the Friday Night Acoustics. This week featuring Matt Spurzel, starting at 6 p.m. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins. So you'll never have an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Need to service your Subaru? Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's will be closed from August 1st through the 7th. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich. Keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. Stu Breyer's lunchtime oldie break, WICHAM and FM, and, uh, well, they got the name Beach Boys, so naturally a lot of their songs were connected to the beach, even though they did have hits in the winter. But here's one of their beachy songs.
another good summer song. Beach Boys. Well, I found a Beach Boys song that I, i be honest with you. I grew up with music and music and music, but I don't believe that I've ever heard this Beach Boys song. And I found it in the vault, so I thought I would share it with you today. It's called Girls on the Beach. are always in reach. It was not a big Beach Boy hit, so uh, I don't want to rattle Beach Boy fans' cages, but uh, it's one I found, and I thought you might want to hear it. In the meantime, let's shake it up, Briar. Get out in that kitchen and rattle those pots and
It's a little too hot for that, huh? Just maybe a little rattle. Bill Haley and the Comets. Sometimes people think, well, he started rock and roll. Whatever. It was all good stuff. Let's cool off and uh, get on the boat. Don't miss the boat. There's every mother's son. That's a big group. Come on down to my boat, baby. <laughs> on the dock of fishing in the water uh-huh. I don't know her name she's a fisherman's daughter uh-huh. come on down in my boat baby come on down where we can play come on down in my boat baby come on down we'll sail away Soon I'm gonna have to get my knife and 
thanks. I think I'll just sit on the dock, huh? Yeah. What's up, Doc? I'm just sitting here on the dock. Otis Redding, sitting on the dock. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in. Then I watch them roll away again. Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Just sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. I left my home in Georgia. Headed for the Frisco Bay I've had nothing to live for And look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time Nothing's gonna change Everything still remains the same I can't do what ten people tell me to do So I guess I'll remain the same Sitting here resting my bones And this loneliness won't leave me alone Listen, two thousand miles I roam Just to make this dock my home Now I'm just gonna sit at the dock of a bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of a bay Wasting time So it's writing who said so many hits, but he never lived to see his biggest hit. Sitting on the dock of the bay, a tragic uh, airplane accident, and he recorded that song before and became a number one hit. Sitting on the dock of the bay, trying to muster up a little sea breeze. You love to camp with your family, so you load the trailer and all your gear and head out into the great wide open. Yeah, this commercial isn't for you. This is for the guy who works with his hands. If you lace up your boots and hit the road every day, you know your trailer isn't recreational. It's your office. And if it goes down, guess who isn't getting a paycheck? It's time to see the professionals at BH Trailers and Plows and Plainfield. They've got trailers and flatbeds from Big Tech's Covered Wagon, Low Trail, and Max D. They also have truck beds if you're hauling material. And we know you are. BH Trailers and Plow services what they sell and finance, too. The supply chain isn't getting better, you know. So get to BH now and get what you need while the going is good. Or get ready to start a GoFundMe page for yourself. Visit bhtrailersandplows.com to see their new and used inventory. 
when you have stuff to haul. Haul yourself to BH Trailers and Plows. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. There will also be local vendors, and this month they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. Eat in the Street powered by Boxwood Resort Casino. The Greater Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Mystic Bascule Bridge with events all year long, culminating with fireworks in the Mystic River, presented by Foxwoods. Thanks to Foxwoods, Seaport Marine, the Mystic Aquarium, Mystic Seaport Museum, Electric Boat, and Levine Distributors for their support of this celebration. We look forward to seeing you at the Visitor Center next to the Bascule Bridge, where you'll find history of the bridge and merchandise associated with the anniversary. Are you in your senior years or caring for a parent or loved one who is a senior? Then you won't want to miss this event. Join us for a Healthy Aging, Healthy Living Expo geared to seniors and their caregivers. This free senior expo is going to be focusing on the needs of older adults, people with disabilities, and caregivers. The expo will offer lifestyle tips, aging resources, wellness materials, health info, and resources for caregivers, along with giveaways, door prizes, and healthy snacks. This free expo will take place on Wednesday, August 10th, from 9 to noon at Generations Family Health Center in Willimantic. Join the community at this valuable expo. Again, that's August 10th from 9 to noon. Visit genhealth.org backslash senior expo. You won't want to miss out. Brought to you by the Austin Medicare Outreach Education and Advocacy Team. Didn't happen very often, but once in a while a song was number one on the country charts and was number one on the pop charts at the same time. Now that is a hit. And you're saying, what could that be? Well, here it is. Sonny James and Young Love. Sunny, 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 what do you say? They say forever boy and girl, they're just one love in this whole world. And I know I found mine. The heavenly touch of your embrace tells me no one could take your place ever in my heart. Young love, first love, filled with true devotion. Young love, our love, we share with deep emotion. One kiss from your sweet lips will tell me that your love is real And I can feel that it's true We will vow to one another there will never be another love for you or for me Young love, first love, 
I don't know if this is a record, but it should be. I mean, that was originally a record, but he had, uh, at one time on the country charts, 20 consecutive number one hits. Man. I don't even think Elvis did that, or, I don't know, maybe the Beatles, but not sure. Anyhow, I'm going to play a song by Clarence Frogman Henry. And you may have thought to yourself, when you had some spare time, I mean a lot of spare time, where did he get the nickname Frogman? Well, because he sang this song and did an impersonation of a frog. After that, they called him Clarence Frogman Henry. Ooh, ooh, ain't got no home. I know a place to roam. Ain't got no home. I know a place to roam. I'm a lonely boy. I ain't got a home. I got a voice, I love to sing, I sing like a girl, and I sing like a frog, I'm a lonely boy, I ain't got a home, I think he did the best frog I've ever heard. Clarence Henry became Clarence Frogman Henry after that. And then he continued to have another big hit. This time the frog does not interrupt him. You always hurt the one you love. Ribbit. You'll always put the one you love, the one. Would you? 
that line because I broke your heart is because I love you most of all I just used to go in the plunder corner and trying to figure that one out so what year should we go to now are you in the mood for 1966 the 50s the 60s and the 70s they're all back again on Stu's lunchtime oldies from WICH AM 1310 don't forget weekends, uh, 60s and 70s music. Just tune in WICHAM and FM and you'll get 60s and 70s music for your summer enjoyment.
Call themselves the Outsiders, and that was their biggest hit. Sixty-six, time won't let me. We go back in time every day, noon to one, because it's fun. Stu Breyer is one of the greatest songs ever written, and it was sung by a lot of people. It was a good commercial hit for Jerry and the Pacemakers. When you Storm. Hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of a storm, there's a gold. And the sweet silver sound of love Walk on through the wind Walk on through the rain Nice job there, Jerry and his pacemakers, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. We take this break every day, enjoy the tunes, hope we're hitting some good spark memories for you. Here's a guy who sang about a lot of ladies. Who's Maybelline? Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? You didn't start. Cadillac doing about 95 We bumper to bumper rolling side to side Maybe 
mode. Gun got cloud and started to rain. I tooted my horn for the passing lane. The rainwater blowing all under my hood. I knew that I was doing my mode of good. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? Can't You Be True? He had a song called Carol. He had a song called Nadine. Man, he was uh, making the rounds, wasn't he? Chuck Berry with Stu at WICH. Here's a guy who's so underrated. His name is Johnny Tillotson. He had a whole bunch of hits, but never really got the recognition. Here's one of them. Tony Tillerson, one of his early hits, Why Do I Love You So? Here are the reasons. Write them down. My darling, I have often thought of things we used to do. And now I sit and wonder why you've gone and left me blue. You said you'd never leave me You said you'd never go Oh, my darling Why do I love you so? Oh, my darling Why do I love you so? You stroked my hair when you were by my side Or is it because of the tears you cried when your little puppy died You said you'd never leave me You said you'd never go Oh, my darling Why do I love you so? Oh, my darling Why do I love you so? So how many of you went to the drive-in movie in the early 60s and saw this movie? 
are someone waits for me it's her overprotective father boy if you read her life story sometime huh? what a terrific singer connie francis takes you to the news right now pete fountain good day to jump in the fountain huh Seven degrees, WICH sunny and hot today. Lower humidity though, and then uh, tomorrow gets extremely hot, hot plus with the highs in the upper 90s. So love to play an instrument like this, huh? Gentleman's going to be joining me after the news talking about a homeless shelter that you should know about. WICHAM 1310 Norwich and 94.5 W233DV in Norwich, where it's now. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. I'm Steve Kathan. The people have spoken in one state where abortion was on the ballot. Kansas voters overwhelmingly rejected a ballot measure that would have allowed the Republican-controlled legislature to tighten abortion restrictions, possibly banning the procedure outright. What was at stake was our constitutional rights and our freedom. I'm super proud to be from Kansas tonight. It was the first test of voter sentiment after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Jim Crisula, CBS News. President Biden is set to sign an executive order today aimed at making it easier for women seeking abortions to travel between states to get access. A high-profile political visit overseas has come to an end, but as CBS's Natalie Brand tells us, reaction to it may only just be beginning. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, speaking alongside Taiwan's president, said America's determination to preserve democracy in Taiwan and beyond remains ironclad. We want 
As a result of the visit, China launched military exercises around the island, Beijing calling it a deterrent to separatist forces in Taiwan. The accused gunman in the mass shooting at the July 4th parade in Highland Park, Illinois, pleaded not guilty today to more than 100 felony charges. They include 21 counts of first-degree murder and 48 counts of attempted murder. A new danger in the eastern Kentucky flood zone, high heat and humidity. WYMT-TV reporter Keaton Hall. FEMA is on the ground now, setting up individual assistance registration centers. And the threat is not over, as dangerous heat is expected this week. And so everybody out there, think about your loved ones, think about your friends and family again. We didn't make it through the worst flooding that we have ever seen in our lifetime to lose somebody now to heat. In Northern California, a wildfire continues to burn out of control. This woman, one of many people who have lost their homes. It was like crazy. I mean, I never ever experienced anything like that in my life and ever if anybody says you get warning to evacuate you really listen and pay attention to that because it's not it comes so fast experts say the monkeypox outbreak worsens and as it does pressure for vaccine in short supply will only increase infectious disease specialist dr michael osterholm on cbs mornings the problem we have is we just don't have manufacturing capacity for the globe remember 90 countries right now have cases with this all wanting the same vaccine that we want the u.s iran and european union have agreed to send envoys to vienna for what could be last-ditch talks on Tehran's nuclear program. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 428 points. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Turkey has inspected a ship carrying corn from Ukraine, the first to leave the country since the Russian invasion. It's now headed for Lebanon. A new study raises questions about what's been a long-standing belief. The Danish researchers examined some 200 years' worth of data on the lifespans of men and women across 199 countries. They didn't absolutely refute the thesis that women have a longer life expectancy than men, but they did find that adage wasn't set in stone because between 25 to 50 percent of the men outlived women, especially if the men were married or had a university degree. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. For the second time this summer, people in some regions of France are being told to conserve water with temperatures close to 100 degrees. Forecasters say the heat wave should be shorter than the one that gripped much of the country last month and was a problem throughout Europe. 
Steve Kathan, CBS News. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. I have not heard from my guest that was scheduled, so um, till he calls up, we'll open up the lines for you if you like. 889-5252, as you know, um, when we have an open topic, any topic is on the table. You know, don't put your elbows on the table, but you can put topics on the table. And we can discuss anything and everything. Hopefully he will check in with us. We'll see what happens. Hi, WICH. Hi, Father Stoke. Hi. Yes, sir. Hi, spiritual. I don't usually call three times during the show, but I want to make an exception today. Okay. I, I want to say that uh, your regular caller, Larry, the former police officer, mm-hmm. I want to thank him for his comment that he made about the low-flying aircraft. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe, I thought this all along, it's not because of what he said today. I think he would be a great candidate uh, to be elected to uh, public office for our area. Well, I know he's tried in the past. Uh, wanted well, to get I, on the school board. Mm-hmm. Things changed, and uh, I, I don't always agree with him, but I think he's, he's a sincere person, and uh, I, I just wanted to put that out there. And I also want to thank Susan for her comment about bringing on uh, a spokesperson from the National Guard to the Stu Breyer show. Mm, that's a great idea. I'll try that to do a that. Great idea. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Okay, buddy. All right, goodbye. Be safe. There's nobody till somebody loves you. I got that song in my head now. Hmm. Let's uh, go to this line on line 86. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Can't hear you. Could you turn your radio down, please? Well, we're off and running. Uh, not too much with the hot weather. Vince Scully passed away. I wasn't he? He was a marvelous announcer. He was the Dodgers announcer. I think I have this right. Sixty-seven years announced for the Dodgers. I think Brooklyn and then Los Angeles. Vince Scully. Anytime you heard that voice, you knew it was the baseball season and had such a comforting sound to it. Just anyway, we're sorry to hear of his passing. But he'll be remembered as one of the great baseball broadcasters of all time. Vince Scully. Still miss hearing his voice. And he hung there a long time, finally said, oh, I think I'll retire. But anyway, let's talk about uh, some things that are going on in the community. At 8 p.m., there's a summer concert. Frank and Phil, Waterford Beach Park. A night of music, dancing, and fun featuring the original Waterford Community Band at the Waterford Beach Park. Food trucks will be available on site for dinner or bring your own. Parking after 5 p.m. is free. You don't hear that very often. Parking after five is five is free. Surprised how much it costs to park in some of the beach areas. And hmm, goodness gracious! Hey, that's the way it is these days. Everybody's got to try to at least break even. <laughs> even Stephen. 
Friday at 8 p.m., Dancing Dream ABBA Tribute Band at the Ocean Beach Park, Dancing Dream ABBA Tribute, and Fireworks at Ocean Beach Park Music Series. From atop the deck of the Sandbar Lounge, relax and listen to live music at the beach. What a beautiful setting. Boy, that sounds really great. Enjoy Chef Joe's newest delicious creations at Southeastern Connecticut's favorite outdoor cafe. Free show is open to the public. What a nice thing to do on a summer night this Friday at 8 p.m. Dancing to the tribute band ABBA. ABBA Dabba Do. Everybody seems to love ABBA. And I don't blame them. Their songs make you feel good, makes you happy. Saturday at 8 p.m., Stone County at Wolf Den Mohegan Sun. The Stone County Band is a four-piece group located in the quiet corner of eastern Connecticut. Also coming up uh, Saturday, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m., Milena returns to Ocean Beach Park. Milena returns to the boardwalk stage at Ocean Beach. A lot of activity this summer. You know, people are just so glad to be getting out. Oh, yes. And on Friday from 4 to 7 p.m., Dog Days, Basra Farmer's Market. Join the Dog Days at the Basra Farmer's Market. They have some great dog vendors. The music this evening, that evening, will be Gilbert and Friends. And the guest food trucks will be One Love Rolling Cook Shed. And Greekin. Hmm. Well, I certainly, uh, this is August. I hope in September we'll get back to our Taste of Italy festivals and Grecian festival. We hope everything works out with that. So we are looking forward to it. Things can stabilize for a while. Talk about bad luck. I was reading about a guy who came down with COVID and on top of that got monkeypox. I know you're going, oh man. We wish him to get well real soon. Another fabulous summer of free life music continues at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. Join us this Wednesday for Wild Nights. Rocking the stage from 6 to 8 p.m. Wild Nights is sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drink available for purchase. The 2022 Rock the Docks concert series is made possible in part through the generosity of their 2022 title sponsor, Foxwoods Resort Casino, and series sponsors, Norwich Public Utilities, Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty, Corp Plus Credit Union, and Hall Communications. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce Business and Industry Foundation. Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard Brown Park. Come see Wild Nights. Free. Sponsored this week by your friends from Dime Bank. Also, head on down to the Norwich Town Green for the Friday Night Acoustics. This week featuring Matt Spurzel. Starting at 6 p.m. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins. So you'll never have an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Need to service your Subaru? Their Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's will be closed from August 1st through the 7th. 
Quersh's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Quersh'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. Well, you're probably familiar with the story about Alex Jones, who is a talk show host, and uh, that moron said that Sandy Hook never happened. What went through his noggin, I'll never know. There's an interesting story. Uh, the parents of a Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting victim live with a complex form of post-traumatic stress disorder and a constant fear that followers of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones will kill them. Psychiatrist testified Monday at Jones' defamation trial. Mm. Neil Heslin and Scarlett Lewis, the parents of six-year-old Jesse Lewis, sued Jones and the media company Free Speech Systems over the harassment and threats that they and other parents say they've endured for years while Jones and his InfoWars website claimed the 2012 attack that killed 21st graders and six school staffers was a hoax or faked. It's beyond words, folks. The overwhelming cause of their pain is what Jones is doing, said Roy Lubit, a forensic psychiatrist hired by the plaintiffs to review the trauma faced by the parents. The post-traumatic stress disorder the parents suffer from is not based on a single event, but of constant trauma. You know, even after that event, there were some morons that were harassing the parents. I know it's hard to believe that people could be that cruel, but some are. Heslin and Scarlett Lewis are consumed not just with the memory of their son's horrific death, but the denials and attacks on them and their son's legacy they've endured for years. He noted the security the parents hired to protect them at the two-week trial. <clears throat> Somebody actually uh, supporting Alex Jones? Lubin and Heslin have had guns fired at their home, have been accosted on the street. Scarlett Lewis told Lubit that she installed sophisticated surveillance equipment at her home, sleeps with a gun, a knife, and a pepper spray at her bedside. So not only do the parents have to go through that horrible tragedy, but there are idiots that are harassing them. Jones' attorney and Dio Reynell tried to attack the credibility of Lubit's testimony and whether he is biased in favor of the parents, who are seeking at least $150 million in the case. He noted that Lubit briefly ran for Congress in Connecticut as a Democrat in 2018. <clears throat> Excuse me. You don't like Alex Jones, do you? Right? And I don't like what he does, Lubit answered. Mark Bankston, attorney for Heslin and Lewis, said the family has gone into isolation under a large and professional security team because of an incident that happened since the trial began. He did not provide details of what happened. They are in isolation and they are going to stay that way, and all I can tell you is they are terrified right now. Heslin and Lewis have been attended, uh, have attended almost all the trials since opening statements on July 26th, first arrived at the courthouse with a small security detail. They left the courtroom together Monday morning. It's just an unbelievable story. And anybody could believe that that was a fake situation. I don't know how it's going to end, but even if they're, they will win their case, and they probably will to a degree, 
Alex Jones is certainly not going to come up with the money. $120 million. So he's already vying for bankruptcy. There are some, still some people who say that the, the uh, Holocaust never happened. <laughs> I don't believe that they believe that. I think they just want to uh, aggravate people by saying it. It never happened. There were some people that said the terrorists never went into the World Trade Center. True. There are absolutely some people that buy into that. It never happened. It was a government hoax. Now, I know there's a lot of deception around in the media and all of that, but that's a little bit too extreme, hmm? WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. It's 118 and 89 degrees. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. No, there's two or three ways to look at this whole deal. Not whether one thing or the other, you know, the parents or Jones or any of them. If the parents win this, people's freedom of speech is out the window. And it will set a precedent that, um, because actually, I've been following this too, hearing what everybody's been saying. Somebody in the jury, and I believe it was this case, said, does that mean that... Um, like people that didn't okay people that believe Trump won blah 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 I can't remember what they call them it's like being a climate denier it's a whatever denier Mm -hmm. of you know Trump winning or or not the thing that you're getting at Susan is um, we say freedom of speech but if you say something that harms people there's a there's a line there there's a line that you can uh, should never go over well that, that is true, you know, psychological and, and all that. Now, I, myself, growing up in the 60s, I watched all the moonshots and all that stuff because my mother made me sit there and watch it, which I'm kind of glad she did. But I don't believe we went to the moon because back then when I watched Richard Nixon talking on a telephone, plain old black handle receiver like we had in the house back in the day, I said, there is no way he is talking to somebody on the moon with a regular telephone and watching all the different shots and this and that. Now, my husband has this movie because he's a Star Trek fan. 2021, something 2021 or whatever, and it shows him all floating around in space and everything. I can't think of the the actual name because I've never seen it, but he loves it. And... I said, when was that movie made you're talking about? In the 60s? Oh, thank you. 
floating around in space and showing outside shots on, um, like you're on a, a space shuttle up or, or whatever that thing is up there where you can go out and fix things on the outside. All of that was shown in a movie in the 60s. So, Susan, would you bet money that it never happened? A little. A little? Dollars, but hmm? I... I do not believe that we had, and here's my other reason why. Okay, they say you can get up there, they land. Well, where's all the big whatever to get them back off the moon? You saw the rocket they had to, you know, blast off from just to get them up there in space. Well, okay, so... They blasted off again from the moon in that little module, and then they came down in the ocean, bobbing up and down, and they had to be fished out by whatever. It's like you're ultra-modern on the moon, but then when you get down here, you're bobbing up and down in the water, and they had to fish you out and, and this and that. It's like, no, no, no. I don't believe none of it, and I never did. And I don't care if people don't like it, but I don't believe. No, it. you can. You're you're welcome to your uh, opinion on that. I'm. I just saw things. I'm sure like that you. Because okay. like we do have you know because you can buy the DVD when they had the anniversary and everything, and I'm like, now wait a minute, who is taking photographs of this capsule from a distance landing on the moon? Really? Well, if, if they could land on the moon, they could probably have sophisticated pictures, too. So well, that's not I, unusual. You know, they didn't have cell phones and all that fancy stuff we have now. So back then, okay. no. All right. I don't believe Put it. that in your conspiracy book. Yep. Page okay. one. Thank you. Hi. Welcome to the program. Um, hi, Stu. Hi. Um, so uh, I'm thinking of uh, Alex Jones, Amber Heard. And Sue from Preston. Um, so you mentioned earlier about the quiet corner of Eastern Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So I I forgot to mention when the sub base in Groton and the Gold Star Memorial Bridge is a target. Uh, I forgot to mention that there's three nuclear units in I want to say uh, Waterford, okay by Dominion and um, so this target, that's Waterford, Dianic, the Limes and whatnot connected to the sub base, so um, What's the point? Not to put fear in everybody, but uh, we are a target but I'm good I'm grilling and chilling Okay, and as long as you got your fried onions, you're all set. Oh, absolutely. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have any conspiracy theories or anything else that you would like to speak with us about? Uh, my guest did not call me today. Is it something I said? Well, I'm sure there's a, a good explanation. Yes, what you going to do? Hey, you know about the Veteran Coffee House, second Tuesdays in Montville? Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., veterans can socialize and receive information regarding veterans' benefits and services. 860-425-6617. 
at the Montville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Montville. These coffee houses are such a big success. Veterans Coffee House, 4th Fridays, Groton, 9 to 11 a.m. Veterans can socialize and receive info about veterans benefits and services free, 425-6617. Groton Public Library at 52 Newtown Road in Groton. Hmm. I've got a list of things that I don't want you to miss. So periodically we'd like to bring them to you from WICH Community Bulletin Board. Just one little uh, message about Johnny Cake. You've heard of Patty Cake. Well, this is Johnny Cake. Has no-cost farmer's market at 9 a.m. every Wednesday at the Johnny Cake Center of Westerly, 23 Industrial Drive, Westerly. They provide continuum of services in cooperation with other agencies and service to assist people throughout crisis situations and work with each individual to find a path out of dependency toward self-sufficiency. Find out more at johnnycake.org. Do you know how many people donate their time to these organizations? There are so many good people who take a big chunk of their lives to help other people. So don't ever lose sight of that when you hear some of the, the evil when so much more, so many other people are just wonderful people. I mean, these public service uh, Volunteers. I mean, we've got dozens and dozens of information about these people that take the time to help out others, such as the homeless. So don't ever forget that, and I'm sure you're one of those good people as well. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Dreaming of a new car? A new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Scient Federal Credit Union. WICH, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi there. Boy, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. You're welcome. Gosh. Anyway, um, you know, I was listening to Sue before, and I'm thinking she may have something. I don't know what it, what it is, but she may have something, because I was thinking that Col- the first walk on the moon, Collins was left in a big spaceship. Right, and the and the big um, um, spaceship, and and um, Aldrin and Armstrong went to the moon on their little thing there, and they uh, the the they floated down to the moon. Now Armstrong got out first, right, 
Now, I don't know if we can find anything to show the pictures of, because I don't really remember. But when he was walking on the moon, there was a camera in the distance, right? And well, obviously, I, they and filmed I never some thought of it before, but there was a camera in the distance while he was walking around on the moon, right? Or is that on the spaceship? Because I think it was in the distance. Now, if they were the first people on the moon, how did it get there? Well, they were able to, uh, you know, technologically, I have no idea how they scientifically do that, but it would have been a waste if they couldn't make pictures of it, and they certainly were able to do so. Because they were showing the, spa- they were showing the module and also, in, at, at times, and also then they were showing him walking around on the moon. Was the uh, camera attached to the, to the module, space module, or was it in the... In the um, uh, distance on a pole in the uh, planted in the dirt in the moon somewhere. Well, I, I I believe that they obviously had that down pat because you could see it on your television. Yeah, I know. And if they could beam I, it back I, I, on I can't TV. I remember all of it. Yeah. Did you I watch can't it? I remember all of it, but I'm wondering because I remember seeing um, them walking on the moons, and I think one had to stay on the module while one was walking on the moon, and they took turns, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been so, a long time since I've seen it, so uh, I was a little yeah, suspicious when there I was... If, I wonder if there's something on the Internet that you, that you can watch them go on to the moon. I was a little suspicious when I realized there's no cheese on the moon. So oh, I said, Stu. Well, they used to always <laughs> say that. We grew up and said there was cheese in the moon when we were kids, and there was a man in the moon. Yeah, right. He planted the camera, right? If you look closely, oh. you can see a man's face in there. Yeah, right. Okay. Hey, you know what? Hmm? I think I think Pelosi's getting ready to run for president. <laughs> no, no, she's not going to be running for president. Um, you don't think so? No. No, she's no? I think she's 82 years old and uh Yeah. She thinks she's smarter than them. So what? You think she's, you know. I think she would have liked to at one time in her career. I think she's going to I think so what she's 82 years old, you know. <laughs> So I won't vote for her, but... <laughs> you won't vote for her? Okay, well, that's one vote no, she won't no. get. And going to China, yeah, you know, um, I think... Uh, I think in, at first I wondered what the heck is she doing going over there. But I think it's a good thing because they've been making... Um, oh, talking big. You know what I mean. They've been talking big. And uh, um, going over there kind of backs the Taiwanese up and um, you know kind kind of shows that we're with them and uh, that uh, well I don't know if China's gonna you know gonna mess with us but well I'm sure you know, they, eventually they would like to although the way we're treating each other they might sit back and just watch us destroy ourselves we just uh, we ought to just um you know, make them just, just to not deal with them anymore, just like we did before, before Nixon opened it up. Well, there's some very dumb things that we continue to do. They're buying uh, uh, land in this country. Yeah, that's uh, that's another thing. Getting information from our schools, and uh, we just... Look the other way, and of course we buy so much stuff from China when we should be making it ourselves. And uh, exactly, um, you know what? Money will kill us. Ought to be able to buy land here unless they're a citizen. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I don't. I don't know who, what other people think, but I don't think people ought to buy, be able to buy land here unless they're ever. Up, and once uh, again, we're not up. talking about the Chinese people. We're talking about the government. Exactly, but I still, because you know, I, I just, I just don't think um, they should be able to buy land unless they're anybody's a citizen, um, because uh, you know they could just let it go and well, they're you know, not really our friends. We should be doing more investigation on uh, how COVID began. And the reason we don't is because of the fear of China. So what about monkeypox, right? What about it? All of a sudden, it's been been in in Africa all these years, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There was a big outbreak about five years ago, and they think this monkeypox is from that outbreak. And what is it called, orangutan or something else? That orangutans are apes, and they're not from Africa. Well, it's supposed to come from monkeys, and, um, you know, there's different variations like there is with COVID, and I don't know I which suppose, variation this one is. All of a sudden, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, there's thousands of uh, cases all around the, wor- well, all around the world. It was, where, it was the same um, with it's COVID. It's only been in Africa up until this time, and maybe once, to tw- once in a million outside of Africa. But all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we got monkeypox all over the place. Well, it doesn't or take not much. Not all over the place, but doesn't but more than any other time. Doesn't take much for a pandemic. A few people come over with it, and this and that, and it spreads, and there it is. No, we, after all this time, oh come on! There you know, is a I vaccine. Mean, the outbreak over there was five years ago. I don't right. know. I don't have the answers to that, but we'll be doing but, updates on it. Unfortunately, it is starting to spread. Yeah, it really. But it's been in it's only been in, it's been in Africa. The, the disease has been in Africa because people are around monkeys. Raid, monkeys raid their um, areas where they live and everything. So um, you know, it's been in Africa for a long time, but not outside of Africa. All of them just all well, of pretty them soon will be hundreds of years of people going and visiting mm-hmm. Africa and coming home and 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 stuff and or whatever this. Well, anyway, don't worry about it right now, but pretty soon... I'm not worried about it. We'll be walking around with a suit of armor. Hmm? I don't worry about it. I don't do anything to get it. Okay. So, But I'll, all of a sudden, isn't that weird? Hey, you know what? Hmm? Also, China owns a lot of land in Africa. Suppose they own a lab over there? I wouldn't put any pa- anything past the uh, Chinese government. I wouldn't put anything past them either. I- I'm just wondering. We're just okay, very naive. Okay, that's enough wondering for now. I-, I like to stay on a happy note. So, but, okay. Um, give me know, a ha- I was wondering. I can't do it. Give me a happy note. <laughs> give me a ha- oh. That's good. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> give me a happy note. Mmm. What's for dinner tonight? We had the same thing every uh, every week at our house. Uh, there were special days for uh, hot dogs, I think was Wednesday. We always knew we were going to get hot dogs on Wednesday. And spaghetti on Thursday, trying to remember. And then we had grilled cheese sandwiches on another day. Mm-hmm. It was really every week it was just kind of the same. You knew what to expect, really. And, of course, I had plenty of uh, sweets. So, Bill Kinney has a nice column in the bulletin. He has been for years. And uh, I thought we would check in with his uh, editorial. It's called, Now is the Chance to Guide Norwich's Future. Don't sit back and watch. Cynicism is pretty much a part of our lives in nearly every 
interaction everywhere in this country. State, city, as you probably noticed. Quite frankly, how could you not? And a couple of days ago, I'm thinking because of the sentiment, if not the actual words used in this space some time back, someone dropped me a note to tell me how hard life must be for a Ted Lasso wannabe. Yeah, that introductory offer for Apple TV Plus at a dollar a month really paid off, as I appreciated immediately the rapier-like wit of that observation, except I suspect, and not just here in Norwich, we have more starry-eyed optimists than we know, but not as many as we need. So Bill says, let's face it, personally, professionally, and even politically, it's perhaps better to be a pessimist. That way you can only be surprised and never be disappointed. (laughs) Except, who would want to live like that and why? That whole, a man's reach should exceed his grasp, or what's a heaven for, first expressed by Robert Browning. wasn't just words strung together, but if you will, a call to arms for each of us and all of us. The thing about the Ted Lasso comparison that chafes, I'll admit, is that I would describe myself philosophically as a relentless pragmatist and politically as out here in the middle. I like to think of myself in the middle, too. Sometimes you can't do it if there's something that aggravates you on one side, though. Those were my words. In terms of the former, I'm proud to say I can do anything, but would concede I can't do everything. And as for the prism of partisan politics through which so much is viewed, I appreciate both a left and a right wing, especially on an airplane. (laughs) But while it's never been accused of being sexy... Working to find common ground for the greater good is very much how we've gotten as far as we have, at least until now. (laughs) It's always a good article when Bill Kenny writes it in the bulletin. Welcome to the program. Yes, sir. A little bit on that uh, moonwalk. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I think people don't understand that the United States had tremendous surveillance equipment. We were spying on other countries in that era. We're from planes 30, 40,000 feet in the air. So as far as cameras are concerned, there's cameras on the spaceship operated by NASA, moving around, watching them. Oh, we had the equipment. We certainly did have the equipment. Absolutely. Um, I don't believe for a second that we weren't on the moon. And when you consider all the times we have planned and worked on it and working up to it, it's still like a miracle to me. Not only were we on the moon, we were able to televise it. Yeah, good grief. Sometimes we can't even get our cable at home here. They're on the moon sending out this. It's it's phenomenal. It really is. Yes, sir. We certainly had sophisticated equipment long before other countries even. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Well, thank you. Thanks for adding that. I appreciate it. One of these days, Alice, to the moon. It was always science fiction, and then all of a sudden in 1969, hey, <laughs> it's happening, Flash Gordon, Star Trekkies. We're actually doing it. And we're trying to go a lot further now, that's for sure. People always wondering, there's gotta be there's gonna be humans somewhere else. Living creatures, you're on the air. Welcome. 
Hi, Stu. Hey, there he is, Wonder Man. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey I was. I, I just started listening because I wanted to listen when you're back. Did you just get back, or did you take a shorter vacation than last year? Well, I was back on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, this it was, Monday? It was a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, I... I don't know sometimes who's on, and I think I might have heard your um, Keith. Uh, yeah. And did he, did he have uh, Jackie Lopper on as a guest? You know, Jackie Lopper. Who would that be? She was somebody a couple of years ago. You did a show with, and she thought she might do a fill-in show sometimes. And the lady sounded a lot like her, so I wasn't sure if she had a show because I couldn't get it that clear. I, did not, I don't know him. if it was on. I did not hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounded like her voice. Maybe it wasn't. Um, and that, like you and me and Jerry Seinfeld, all professional comics, right? You certainly are. <laughs> and uh, the thing I was thinking, I, like I think I told you, I really like that show, Mom. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is it, it does things like Jerry does, Jerry Seinfeld does, with um, everyday things. Like, the 40-year-old daughter was so enthused that they actually bought a name brand instead of the store brand um, of the uh, beans, can of beans. Mm -hmm. And then she was totally, doubly uh, enthused that uh, it was a pop-top. So um, little things like that that people do in their everyday life, they don't seem like big comedy material like the show Friends or something. They always have to have a joke, but not like, it's not like a real situation. Whatever, comedy, ent- whatever entertains you. You know, we, we're, we're not perfect individuals, and we've made some silly mistakes, and we do some silly things, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. So it's those shows are interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I haven't seen one like that in a long time. The only the actress, I believe it's Allison Janey. Have you heard of her? Um, sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, she was on a show, a movie with... Um, Meryl Streep called The Hours and I never saw her as an actress before but she is the mom in the mom show and it's very realistic so um, next time you, you're in the store and see a pop top can of uh, ravioli mm-hmm. you can think of that show oh, I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah. alright buddy thank you have a good day you hey it's Funderman has a lot of questions which is good it's good to ask questions Don't ever be afraid to ask a question. Do it. Because there's nobody that knows everything. At least nobody I know. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, yeah? Hi, Helen. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Turn the radio. It's going to be the 22nd of this month. Somebody's going to have a birthday. Somebody's having a birthday. Yes. Can you turn your radio down, Helen? How are you doing? Good, how are you doing? Yes. Comment allez-vous, monsieur? Comment allez-vous aujourd'hui? Oh, yes, very good. Right. You talk like my daughter. She won't learn French, and she learn our language, too. She should... And, uh, so, you know, and my son said, why don't you go back to school, Mom, to learn how to speak English good? Helen, can you... Helen. Helen, Helen, Helen. Knock, knock. Hey, Helen, could you turn your radio down? Oh, yes, yes. I'll wait. I'm not going anywhere. Wow, it went up to 92 degrees when Helen called. It's a hot call, I'll tell you right now. That's Helen. I'm coming in. 
Helen, I'm coming. Helen of Troy. I don't go fast. No, that's okay. I don't go very fast either. <laughs> oh, no, you don't walk. I, I think I should fast. I could lose a couple of pounds. <laughs> hey, Helen, why don't you have your daughter call me sometime and talk French with me? Yes. Hmm? Uh, yeah, well, she, she's busy because she she worked uh, for her 18 years and, mm. uh, and one place. She's working Killer, 18 years. I don't want to say where. Okay, that's fine. And she didn't like uh, the place, I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, now she goes to school for nursing. Good for her. She wants to be a nurse. Very so ambitious. Good. My mother was a nurse. My my father was a doctor. My was a nurse. And now she wants to be a nurse. Yes, and uh, I have a cousin. He was a nurse for the mental institution. And his wife was a nurse for uh, a new newborn baby. So we all have, you know, oh. but we still have a doctor and the family, <laughs> he live in the Alp. And France, the Alp. You could have opened up your own hospital. <laughs> it's hello. Oh, God, yes, hello. You know, I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, uh, can I talk? Can I say something? Yes, of course. All right. Uh, I was here, the little noise, you know. I have one cat, okay? He's a big baby. Mm -hmm. He will get killed by other cats because he's not a fighter at all. Well, anyway, uh, I hear a little, a little squeeze, you know. Mm -hmm. But not like that. It's very, very little. And I look at my cat and I say, it's not him. So I go look in the window and there was a squirrel. Oh. Uh, was telling me he wants food. Because it was early in the morning, you know, the letter brings the food uh, at 9 o'clock. So he, wa he was telling me he won't eat. And the other day, it was a beautiful little bird stuck in my, uh, uh, what do you call that, and the scream of my, ki my kitchen window. He was stuck? No, no, he was not stuck. He was telling me he won't eat. Mm -hmm. He was, I said, oh my God, are you too? And I have, now I, I, I feed them all, okay? But I have, I'm in bird. For 22 years I'm, I bought this house and, and I sold the most for. Now I don't know how many, oh my God, I have to change, I have to give them the food every day, twice every day. My God, and she, they look at me in the window. They go down and look at me. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. I love animals, dear. They know who's on their side, so they stare at you. Yes, they say, well, mm -hmm. yes, I, I'm an animal lover anyway. So, um... I have a question. Are you going to do something for your birthday? Mm, I'm not planning anything, really. Um, you should. Okay. This well, is like, I gotta, you know, it's only once a year, I, you know? I, yeah, otherwise we'd be twice as old, you're right. Yeah. I I uh, I got to ask you a question, yeah. Helen. Uh, are you comfortable in the house? Is it cool or hot? Uh, hot. My son bought me fan. I don't know why he bought me fan. Because okay, I have two. Um, what do you call that for the cold? What do you call for the heat? Uh, Furnace. What What do you have? I have for uh, put in the window. Air I conditioner. Wish the two machine and the window. You have air conditioning. Air conditioning, yes. And mm -hmm. you see, I forget, they forget. And I know, okay, uh, so I have two air conditioning with one and when my granddaughter my bedroom and the other one with my grandson. It's practically new. But he didn't do because he was look, he was go for my car. He bring my car because it, it was leaking, you know. 
So he didn't okay. put he didn't put the air conditioner in because he was working on the car. Oh yeah, mm. air conditioning. My car is good. Air oh, in your car, yeah. Air conditioning. Okay. Well, anyway, so it's set. So we were the. Uh, he didn't put the the machine in the, in the window. So I have one, two, three, four, four fans. Well, it's listen, very uh, hard here. yeah. Who knows? With you, you might get a kangaroo looking through the window. <laughs> I know it. Oh, All right, okay. dear. All right, honey. Don't run too far, okay? A marvelous day. Thank you. Bye, honey. She's in a good mood. We like that. When everybody trying to get in a good mood here. Eat in the Street is back this Thursday in New London. Bank Street will be closed to traffic from 4 to 10 p.m. on Thursday. Many Bank Street restaurants will have tables in the street for dinner. There will also be local vendors, and this month, they're featuring locally sourced food, art, music, and fireworks. The New London Big Band will be one of the groups performing. Fireworks at 9 from the Water Street Parking Garage. Eat in the Street is this Thursday, brought to you by the City of New London, Downtown New London Association, and powered by Foxwood Resort Casino. Good afternoon to you. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Hi there, Larry. I just want to know, do you know if there's uh, Rock the Docks tonight? Yes, there is Rock the Docks tonight. Okay. Do you know who's playing? Uh, I forget the name, but I just, uh, let's see. I know I forgot. <laughs> okay. But it's 6 o'clock, right? Yep, at the same time, same place. Should be a nice evening tonight. I think the humidity will be down a little bit. Yeah, so I like to make it down to around uh, your place one of those nights when they have them down at uh, Watch Hill. Oh, yeah, there's wonderful things at Watch Hill. Mm. Yeah, what those are uh, usually on Thursday nights? Uh, I think they're on Tuesday nights, if I'm not Tuesday mistaken. Night. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything all else right. okay? Uh, feeling all yeah, right? My- yeah, my eyes getting better. Yeah, you had your cataracts done. Yeah, one. I had one done Monday. I'm having the other one done on the 29th of August. Good, a little break in between. That's good. That's good. Yeah, a lot of eye drops. They almost drown you with eye drops. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't want to take any chances with you. Hey, I got to ask you. I, I I opened up the show today. Uh, do you go to dermatologists? Oh yeah, once a year. Because I know people who never go to dermatologists and. And a while ago, I lost a friend who uh, she should have gone and kept putting it off, and uh, it really hurt her health. So I was yeah. You, got, you should go once a year to get checked out. I was pushing even if you don't, even if you don't see anything. Yep. No, you should go get uh, get, get checked. Uh, yeah, once a, once a once a year I go. And uh, hey, one other thing: did you you see the clip on TV? Did you see the those punks that tried to rob that 80-year-old guy in uh, New York City, and yeah. he blew, blew one of them, he blew his arm right off? Yeah, I heard him screaming. The, uh... Uh, he blew my arm off! He blew my arm off! He should have blew your head off, you punk! That punk was probably going to kill him. Yeah. Going in there, they showed him standing there with his big, long, long uh, rifle or shotgun or whatever he had. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, he went in there to either kill him and rob the place or whatever he was going to do, but the guy was waiting for him. The 80-year-old man was waiting for him, and he got the first shot off, and congratulations to him for self-defense. I'm surprised they didn't... Finally, ar- something went right in the victim's way. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised they didn't arrest the 80-year-old man the way it's going these days. The poor guy had a heart attack afterwards. I know. I guess he's going to be okay, but... Yeah. What a little. Uh, I'm what glad is, it worked. I'm glad that worked out the way it did. And that 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 punk, 
He blew my arm off. He blew my arm off. Gee. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Go home and tell Mommy that your arm is missing. Yeah, he'll probably say it. An innocent guy. Uh, I was an innocent man walking down the street, and they blew my arm off. Yeah. 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 By the way. Finally, finally, sirs. Yeah, I know. We love those stories now. And, you know, you, you can't take guns away from people because how would he how would he have defended himself when you That's know what that... I'm saying. He's, he's, that 80-year-old guy would probably be dead in the store you know if the, he didn't have self-defense. The criminals are going to get their guns no matter what. Yeah. So you just can't do it, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, good for him. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Larry... There used to be a television show. It didn't stay on very long. It was called Hello, Larry. Does anybody remember that? No? Okay. 1970. Summer of 1970. It's a pretty good year for music. That was the year the Carpenters became superstars with one song. They had uh, sung a few songs before that. Didn't go anywhere. But then they picked up on a song that Dionne Warwick turned down. She didn't want to record it. So Karen and Richard signed with A&M Records, which was owned by Herb Alpert. And he heard a demo of the uh, Carpenters, and he said, these people, uh, let's try this song with them. And it was number one for like six weeks. So let's go back to 1970, around this day.
that is why all the girls in girls the town follow you. Like me, they long to be close to you. Just like me, Just like me. they long to be close to you. beautiful voices I ever heard and she didn't want to be a singer all she wanted to do was be in the background and play the drums that's it and she tried it a little bit and that gorgeous voice came out Mm, man absolutely astounding and then she got that horrible eating disorder and that was it huh Karen Carpenter close to you thanks for hanging out with us today did you read about this uh they have videos, too. They captured a seven-foot shark. I don't know what they did with him when they captured him. Seven feet of shark. I'm hearing so many things about sharks, more so than other years. For some, wait a minute. Don't do that. Don't play that creepy stuff. Stop it. Did you ever eat shark meat? I guess they say it's pretty good. I'm not going to go fishing for anything. Seven feet. You can probably get that video uh, online if you want to look for it. It must have been quite a a line to pull in, huh? What are we going to do with it now? Have a wonderful day, everybody. Please, please, please be kind to each other. Look out for each other. we got dangerously hot weather coming tomorrow with higher humidity, so... There's no reason to exert yourself, you know, pace yourself, because this too shall pass. Get that goldfish away from me, huh? That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. There, I got rid of the shark. We had the closing of the program. Thanks for all your participation. Sorry our guest did not check in, but maybe we'll have him on another time. Rob Simmons tomorrow at 10.05. See what Rob has to say about current events. From your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICH Norwich. 94.5 W23B, W233D.